Um, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bridge the Gap. We jumping into it. We a little late. We got a, a little distracted, but also real life stuff. He managed my expectations. Let it not be said that one. Oh, sorry, one four. I've never said it out loud. I've just said Dav. One four Dav kept me in the loop, advised me ahead of time, and was punctual to the time frame the man gave me. And I think it's real important that people do that, especially when you're trying to manage the, the situation in life. That's life, bro. Facts. Follow and uh, appreciate everyone here. We are just getting the stream live. So for those of you watching in the future, this is recorded live at twitch.tv slash behind that suit. Feel free to come through Monday somewhere on the 7 p.m. ballpark for most weeks, except for next week because I'm going to be in New York City. So psh, we ain't doing this next week. Um, yeah, that's a true thing that you're saying. We're, we're talking to people in the future right now. Yeah, that's a fact. We're not talking. But we're also talking to a president, like, when they show up, given, like, they come. So there's this simulcast of you're keeping in mind there's an audience you're interacting with. So you'll see there's a chat over there. But also, this will be uploaded to the Behind That Suit YouTube channel, upon which um, it's also on my Facebook page. So that's, like, it's there as an ad that I'm live on Twitch because I, is a real I thing. ignore the Facebook page entirely in the stream and then I'll come over and see like a one too high that appears. Yeah, yeah. But no, we're here um, live and it will also be in the future. Uh, it might actually go live on YouTube late because I'm going to New York next week. That's what it is. A little happy yeah, plug. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're here to talk about you. We also have a, a young CY in the in the room we appreciate you guys coming through um i know you got some exciting news but this is the bridge to gap experience and the main point of the show is to talk to interesting people such as yourself and to go through your life experiences and to share those with the world and if there are some audio issues i'm hopefully you know we, we're working on it you know just doing this in real life it's all a new experience for us That's super dope it looks like we kind of level so apologize in advance if after the fact it's a little off work in progress patreon.com slash behind that suit if you'd like to invest in some better gear for this show um on that note we do like to start it off with a typical question that gets the ball rolling okay. um but it needs a little preface question so you need to tell the people where you start your life dg so you, you're born and raised Some in Montreal. Shoot, this guy's like right up the street from where we at now. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, so my part's of town, DG back in the day. Yep. So now we're going to get into the real opening question. It's a little bit of a story. And then when it lands, you're going to answer it however you feel fit. And it starts off with my girlfriend and she's washing the dishes one time. And she's got her phone open and that Black Eyed Peas song playing the, I got a feeling. Okay. And she's vibing and she's dancing and so I look at her. it's 2013, 2011 maybe. No, no, it was 2022 is this. Oh. Is, well, no, it's 2021 actually when this story starts. So okay. I've been telling this story for a couple of years. But still, it was in fact like COVID times when this occurred to me. And it made me go, holy fuck, when did this song become chores music? Because... If you think about this track today, it has gone from being the 2010 banger of the era when everyone's drunk in Montreal dancing in circles and shit. And then you bring it to today and now. And it's the song that you put on when you're washing dishes or sweeping the floor or possibly working out or something. When you're trying to bring your brain from the boring mundane activity back towards, you know, the fun times of yesteryear. And it got me yeah. thinking about our relationship with music because that song is a song. It didn't change at all. But if you think about, you know... All, 
how our relationship with music changes over time is context got rearranged. So it got me thinking about the 20 year olds. They getting sturdy, they drilling, they doing their thing. They don't know that they getting sturdy to the dishes when the kids is in the background. That's their future. That's just what it's going to be. They don't know that we be maybe doing that now because we're just in the dishes phases of our life and that's just what it is. But why I'm bringing all this up is because when I talk to artists and when you watch, sorry, when you watch a lot of interviews, you see how like, The artist's life seems to start at like 11 years old when they first discover hip-hop and all of a sudden are songwriters as if nothing ever happened before that. But when you think about music, that's probably been around the artist's entire life. Like when they popped out in a hospital, there was probably a song playing in the background, even if a little baby them don't remember it. It got me thinking about growing up in Coast St. Luke. I was like five years old and my dad had the gray boxes in the room, the amp, the preamp, the radio, the tape deck with the wires going to the ghetto surround sound with the speakers all over the room. Now wait, wait, you- oh, hold on. You're born in Coast St. Luke? I uh, grew up in Coast St. Luke, grew yeah. Grew up in Coast St. Luke? Coast St. Luke, Royal Westminster in a little street called Cranbrook. Okay, okay. Are you Jewish? Uh, I am, yes, but we didn't grow up in the Jew parts. We grew up in the more ghetto parts. I got it. I got it. Lachayim. I feel like I'm an honorary Drew. Fair. I, uh, yeah. Run yeah. that. Yeah. I uh, I went to, you, you know, Merton School? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like one of like five black kids at that mm. time. We're going to get into school. that real shortly because yeah, yeah, anyway. there's trust. <laughs> Almost at the leg, that part. But that's that's lit. People. Uh, Merton's not far from here, but it is a very Jewish in the middle of uh, Hampstead uh, school. <coughs> and a lot of them end up going to like Royal Vale and things yep, like that. Yep. And they do the camp. Anyway, it's a whole Montreal subculture. If you're from this part of town, you know. And if not, you don't care. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so with all that, my dad was like bumping all of these things like Led Zeppelins and shit, daytimes at the nighttime. It's the MC Mario Club mix and all the party mm-hmm. music that was around. My mom, she like discos and music and Q92 love songs and all this stuff. And what's real significant there is that I had no control over a damn thing that I listened to in my life. And that's a good 10 to 12 years of my life of being force-fed everyone else's freaking preferences. But that inspired me to this day, sappy person that I am. So I was hoping you could bring us back to being the youngest 1-4 dab that you can remember being and tell us what it sounded like to be you growing up before you had control over the music. I didn't know what hip hop was before like before grade five or six. That makes total sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jamaican and Trini. So uh, you know, in my house it was usually uh it was dance hall, it was reggae. Mm. I can I can tell you the amount of weekends that like Pops will go do soccer, bring me along. He's he's goalkeeping, he's doing whatever. They have what they call the lime after, right? And the lime is just the chill session, right? So it's like okay. they're chilling on the benches, whatever. Then they figure out who out of the whole crew, whose house everybody's falling back to so that, you know, we could get drunk after the game. Oftentimes it was my house. And yeah, just like sound systems and, and Red Rat. You know who Red Rat is? Nah. And just, you got to imagine that you're talking to the world now. If you get real oh, local, we ex- that's what we do. No. We are bridging the gap and explaining who Red Rat is to Red everybody. Red Rat is not local at all. That's this fine. Man. I'm also, you know, coming from a different world. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Nah, Red Rat, if you ever had, if you ever heard this song, it's like, Look upon that gyalde! <laughs> <laughs> my best Trini accent. Um, 
Yo, this guy was he was he's like one of those hilarious like entertainment kind of like people that just like you know, his songs were just hilarious and everything went over my head. Mm. That type of music that was playing that at that time, they be talking all sorts of shit and the beauty of it is like being a Canadian born fucking 6-year-old running around, right? It all goes over your head. It's you like, have no idea all the dirty shit they're talking about <laughs> or like grown shit that they're talking about until you actually get to that age and it's like that's the beauty of it uh-huh. that's really the beauty of that art and um yeah yeah anyway people like red rat um so so what you're saying though because like for me like this is the beginning of you as a performer whether yeah. or not you see it like that because you a young one you seeing the soccer coming through Next thing you know, the party's back at your crib. So yep. you're watching your dad's be a host, man. Yep. That's like an MC, honestly, of the party. That's, That's the true. job. He's the MC. And so you're already seeing that. You're seeing the DJ work at play because now the music got to be lit. True that. And this is all stuff. He always had Yo, proper up, music. Lindell? Sorry, the chat just popped up. Lindell's here. <clears throat> um, so like, uh, you're getting all this exposure to also what makes adults vibe. Yo, like, let's say, like, I, I never really saw a whole lot of party stuff growing up. So I could tell okay. you what made my dad vibe. Or I could tell you a lot about headphone rock music. Right. But right, I wasn't right. really exposed to parties until an adult. So asking like people me. people interacting with the music but and all reacting. Of, yeah. In front of Girls winding on, you know, all yeah, this shit. Yeah, let's, yeah, say, yeah. let's say I didn't have that. If anything, I, my biggest exposure would be, like, churches with the hymns and maybe there's a band so mad different but that's exposure like yeah. that you come from and a lot of people have different experiences growing up and different yeah. ways of getting there so you're saying that like you're a little one and you're watching how this happened does it make you want to be a part of the music or are you like interested in different things when you're a little one that ass it made me super shy mm. i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you something like uh like pops used to pull me out everywhere. He was a musician. He was a, he was a, he was a drummer. He was a pan player. He was a, any kind of instrument. Like I don't know, this guy was all over the place. He was a, he was a soccer player. He was a basketball player. So the weekends were always like we're busy. We're not home. We're not doing nothing. And if we are home, like all right, we're going to see Auntie So and So, and like we're gonna go have a cookout. You know what I'm saying? So it was like it was one of those things. Um, but yeah, it made me it made me like shy because I was just like, you know, he's coming from Trinidad. He has the culture, right, of you know, that he's taking with him, bringing it here. And I'm growing up in a school like Merton, Merton. right? Y'all gotta understand, Merton <laughs> is one floor. It doesn't even have two floors. No, it's exactly. a one floor flat ass school in the middle of a demographically upper middle class Jewish neighborhood. Maybe exactly, exactly. And so, like, what? Out of like three hundred kids, there's like at that time literally five black kids, and two of them are in my class. We're talking kindergarten till like grade six, and like. So what's that like? Like, cause it doesn't come up a lot, and it, cause like I went to Wager in high school, which is the opposite of that. The white boys yeah. was the minority, yeah. and I went to EBS, which was closer to that. Where, um, weirdly. Like, I don't remember how many people of color there were, but, like, it was noticeable. Like, there were three Lankins and maybe two or three black kids, and, like, that was it per grade. And, you know, it was mostly a bunch of white people from Montreal West. First of all, I just want to note that, like, you're a really good interviewer. 
It's, it's comfortable. It's comfortable talking to this guy, for real. Honestly, I just want people to understand who we are in the way that they could write our wiki pages one day. That ass. So to answer your question, it's like, um, what was that like? Yeah, like just growing up as a kid, my, my, being cognizant my, of it. My crew was like mainly like, I'd say like four Jewish guys and like two Italian Mike, Mike. guys. Oh yeah, my crew was like four Jewish guys and like two Italian guys, and then Straight like. Up. I had like one other like brother that was like black. <laughs> you, st you still found all the Mediterranean vibes. And, Say like, what? You still grabbed all the Mediterraneans. Oh, you you think so? Nah, because trust, like Mediterranean culture be wildly like yeah. not your average white. Let me tell you about the Jewish holidays though. That happen every Tuesday. <laughs> 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 That's not shots. That's not shots. It's not. But, like, I'm yo. a Jew who grew up Christian <laughs> and then found out about the Jewish holidays as an adult. And I was like yo like wait. literally it would be like a jewish holiday on this random day yom kippur or whatever right yeah, and yom then kippur like, is, a, is a big holiday right now. it's a big holiday but I'm, I'm just saying i'm just throwing names out there and there would be like five kids in the whole class that like actually went to school that day and so we'd be watching movies doing like free time shit like yeah anyway it just goes to show how school <laughs> really be when you when you break it down. Yeah. You're, you're like there to learn how to learn and shit. It doesn't really matter as much. Yeah. But that's crazy because like apparently that's what my Wager used to be like when my mom went to Wager. Like really? we just closed it because it used to be a Jewish school before it evolved into the school that you went to after you got kicked out next school. Right. Um, Location. It's uh. Then all the Cotonage kids came to Wager, so that that was high school for me. But um. Yeah, it used to be like so Jewish that they closed it on Jewish holidays and then they stopped doing that when it joined the EMSB and you know became part of the school board and all that right, other right, shit. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so you're you're in like this kind of like you got my hair was different. Like So you effectively have two cultural identities that are being formed at the same time cuz based on your clique, definitely. you on some different shit than the island's life that your dad who's exactly. apparently a rock star is <laughs> like he's a super cool guy he's a super cool guy like if I'm you saying, ever meet him like like randomly <clears throat> social event or whatever like you'll see a lot of comparisons you'll see a lot of uh him and me because like i i think i'm his dad but anyway <laughs> but yeah no but but yeah 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 we are so that's very much add, though, like to come from a musical background like that too right so like yeah. so you have that going on like yeah. and then you're going to school and I understood none of that, how to keep a tempo very early in life but none of that's at school so you're no. getting into the you know regular shit of britney spears and whatever uh it was the the backstreet boys and sync and then you'd watch the girls go crazy over like spice girls and all that and then like all these things on the radio some 41 yeah some 41's right? lit but like i never fell into all that because like these same people they're like they're like they got older brothers that are in hockey and they're talking about the hockey game that happened i never fell into all that shit but like um i was like i was like and you could like quote me on this uh maybe do some research i was like the fighter in the group <laughs> like you know what i mean it's so like winter times we'd always look forward to like like fort wars okay you know so yeah like, no this sounds like pre they were filming us all the time activities uh, so basically it was like we build our forts and like you know our snowball forts and then the girls would like play house in them and shit and then like the old the the other classes the older grades or whatever they would try and fuck with our fort 
And like, so we'd have this thing where it was like, yo, like we'd go outside and we'd be defending turf <laughs> and destroying turf. And it was so fun. It was so fun. And I was yeah. just like, I made a little name for myself, you know. You My last name's Roach, so they, they they didn't make fun of me for for very long. So you <laughs> fucked up people's snow forts as like an enforcer, and like we're a coveted asset. Dead ass. I was I was like, definitely an asset. <laughs> so people like like in like the like when they're picking who's gonna be in the fort part of the draft league, <laughs> you were like a high commodity guy. Oh, you're of like course, a, of course, maybe well, not a Crosby because you're not putting up numbers, but you're the guy that would check people so Crosby didn't get checked. It's it's like it's like <coughs> you automatically get put in the crew when you when you can like play sports and shit, right? Mm, right. Like you're actually Did good you at play sports. sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every every single sport. Every single. We used to have this game called uh, Baby. You ever the played tennis baby? ball shit? The tennis ball shit. Oh my god, I was terrible at so it. So you throw the ball at the wall, okay? If somebody catches the ball off your throw, they gotta whip it at your back. They gotta, you gotta <laughs> touch that wall before they fucking whip it at no. you, bro. And you can dodge, you can do all what? Okay, so every every yeah. neighborhood had a little different thing. Yeah, yeah, I played that shit <laughs> at school too. Murder ball. Though. Murder ball. Yeah, I played murder well, ball. Yeah, because you want to whip it. Yo, they're all the same game, <laughs> but like different. slightly different. Like there's yeah. the one where you can whip the ball at somebody's ass, and there's the version where you can't do that. And there's like these slight differences, Bro, but it was all the same fucking game <laughs> where you would just play with the tennis ball yeah. and chuck that motherfucker. And so if you if you're one of like roof the ball, I think there was a consequence too. Yeah, something like that. Yo, I'm I'm, I'm that there age. Would, there would be the random day in the school year where the janitor I'm goes on the roof and the takes moment. down all the tennis balls. I was right? definitely high school in some some forty one high school days. That was my high school. What high school did you go to? Wager. Close St. Luke. I was in the last grad class of Wager. We actually met in high school actually. That's a true story. We'll get to high school for sure, because that comes oh, next. They can't even hear you. They can't. Oh. They met in high school is what CY said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're going to get their trust. There's, so, like, you're young. Do you have any passion for music at that point? I know you said you got made you shy to be traveling around and all that, but yeah. were you interested in dancing or singing or anything like that? No, no. I really just wanted to be a Power Ranger. Fair. <laughs> I mean. The I, silver one, the fucking red one, the all that, yeah. And uh, then you were an enforcer. Okay, okay, I can see how these <laughs> things connect. You're like, I see the Power Rangers. Um, so you're out there, um, yeah. and this is like most of your childhood is kind of like that. Did you draw or anything? Like, did you have any passions? Yeah, actually, I actually did used to draw. At like one point in my childhood, I wanted to be a cartoonist. Oh, say word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll put you onto that path. Um, I had a homie that uh, his name's Zach. He's uh, he's like a really good like. At that age, like he was drawing like an adult, bro. Right. Like dead ass, like an adult, like professional, like. Uh. <clears throat> anyway, I used to want to like I'd get him to like show me shit about like how to draw and like lines and like shading and like random shit. And like I used to watch him draw and I used to like do my own shit. And like I got pretty damn good, like pretty good. To this day, I have like a one two skill. You know, I could like look at something and like right. just draw it really quick. <clears throat> but yeah, at that time I would say I was more uh, I was more a drawer than like anything music wise. That's cool. That's why we're going through this. We're trying to find out the many passions of Dav and yeah. understand you at like a deeper level. Um, and then you went to school and it was completely bland flavored. And then you went home and there was seasoning. Is my understanding of the basically, general uh, basically. situation? That's, and that's a good elementary way to put it. school. And but do you so do you remember? 
the moment for you, and this happens to a lot of people usually around puberty, they they hear this song and it's the first song they really like. And it becomes like their first favorite song. And if you could tell us a bit about that moment and what song it is, that would be lit. Grade five mm. or grade six. We're walking on that end of the hallway. My boy brings his Walkman to school. Mm. He puts me on to like what rap music is. And this is like a little Jewish kid. Like, this yo, makes Ian, total sense yo, to Ian, I'm talking about you. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is like, at this point, like, you know, uh, uh, a nine-year-old, eight-year-old Jewish kid talking to a nine-year-old, eight-year-old black kid about rap music, right? And I'm like, okay. And then he puts it, he puts his headset on my head, right? What's playing? Eminem. Either Hi, My Name Is or what's the other one that's like really dope from... Guilty Conscience? No, uh, uh, it was another one. No, no, but from no, it was, tape. it was it was around that same flavor. Uh, All right, let's let's just say hi. My name is fair because, like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we could, otherwise we just hi. Just... My name is not the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. All right, okay, real Aight. Slim Shady. All right, all right. So, hi kids. Do you like no. whatever? You want to see me stick nine inch nails in right. each one of my eyelids? Want to copy me and do exactly like I did? Try, uh, anyway, like, I was like, and then he's like, yeah, listen to the flow or like whatever we called it at that time, right? And I caught it. And I was like, oh, shit, that's actually like dope. And this is not at all what the fuck we be playing at my house, but they cursing it. And I like this. <laughs> that is a huge part, I think, of young people liking music. Right? It's just like, oh. Yo, make sure the adults don't see you, 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 you listen are, to this shit. You know? no, I have a vivid memory of having the Offsprings Americana album, and I'm like 12 years old, and I was yeah. so excited to be at school listening to it because there was this part where they, I fuck you, and not, and this older kid just thought I was such a loser because like I was so excited about that, and they were like, okay, and do you want to hear what I listen to? And it was way more raunchy, and I was like, oh, here I was just excited over the word fuck. <laughs> exactly exactly but that makes total sense to me especially when you get into swearing bruh over bruh but the shit that you say to your friends at that age yeah just that no but to add context right i think a lot of people might not be as aware of it now it wasn't like you could just get access to swearing as easily like i know it sounds stupid but people were a lot more conscious of not swearing around children you didn't get it on TV. Like the seven words you can't say on TV was you legit. Didn't get it on radio. There was no internet unless you were blessed. I was not blessed at a young age to have internet. No radio except for that one I'm a bitch, I'm a lover song, which Oh, right, 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 right. Um, otherwise, yeah, no. So it was really like you and your boys and whatever music you could find that had cussing in it. <clears throat> and whatever action movies your dad lets you watch or whatever. Oh, he was into those uh, those martial arts like Crouching mm. Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like the Bruce Lees and the and even the the less popular ones. But he, yeah, he was into all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Did you fuck with that? Of course. I ended up like taking karate for a while. Like, there's certain things that stick with you, you know. <laughs> I was like, all right, nah, it was dope. nice. It was nice. So you get put on to rap music, and does that make you want to rap, or do you just become more like a fan of it, and you're into the sports and all this other shit? Fan of it, into sports and all that other, all that other shit. 
What made me want to rap was Eight Mile. Obviously, like listen. <laughs> Did Eight Mile make you want to rap? I I don't know if it was the because I don't know if I wanted to rap before Eight Mile because Eminem already made me want to rap. No, DMX is what made me want to rap. Mm. I'm gonna flip it. M okay, Eight Mile reinforced it. Eight Mile was that, but for me it was um, DMX. Absolutely. DMX. Yeah, I don't know why or how I do, but, but my dad had a stack of random fucking rap CDs. And so when I first started listening to music, I was like 12 or whatever, there was Jay-Z's Volume 3, DMX's Dark and Hell. No, his third album, you know, a bunch of shit. And so I listened to all these albums, Doggy Style and shit, but you know that DMX one, the one with Party Up, uh, and then there was X. That is the album that really, like, and then Eminem and shit came through, and yes, they're dope, but really it was DMX that, that really fueled it. But then you see 8 Mile, and you're just like, oh, I can do that. No, it's not I can Or do not that. I can do that, but like... How does he do that? I had a, a mixed feeling, like, how does he do that? But also, mm. that's me one day, right? Like, Okay. Because, like, I don't... I don't know, maybe I'm just vain like that or whatever, but I don't watch shit like that and go, no, I can't achieve that. But, like, uh, also, I didn't understand freestyling and shit. Like, to me, it was not, like, clicking. But that's what made it so intriguing. It's just, like, wait, you're telling me that everything this guy just said that rhymed, like, he just made that up on the spot? Uh, like, what kind of quantum physics is that? <laughs> right? I guess he just expected it. It was the Eminem movie. So, like, when I... I don't know. This is just me. Like I was already a big Eminem fan, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. so it wasn't like a, it impressed me in that capacity. But it was more watching his struggle as this poor guy, and he just put the work. You know that shit yeah. really appealed to me. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I was. I was solely like. I was mainly about the 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 fucking. I only caught on to the story more mm -hmm. and understood the story more later. That's so nifty. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy how we could watch the same movie around yeah. the same time and have yeah. such vastly like different experiences with it. Because I'm going to tell you, like, it, it was like, it intrigued me to the point where just like my homie drawing, like, like he's a fucking whole grown adult and I'm like looking at his shit and I'm like, really like, I want to do that too kind of shit. Like, it's not like, oh, I can do it better than him. It's like, yo, like I want to learn how to get that done. Like how, mm. you know what I'm saying? And like, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to be better than people, but I feel like if somebody can do it, I can also do it. Yeah, like it's like I don't know, man. You, there's certain things that just catch you. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you're interested, you'll want to learn and you'll want to be a student. At the very least, you'll gain the wisdom to know when to call it quits and to move it into a more passionate thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I got stuffed in basketball at 12 years old. <laughs> was never I mean, going to. didn't get stuffed. No, right? but when you, like. I got stuffed pause. at 32. I got stuffed at 32. No, I'm just saying, but, like, when you, like, pause. five foot, like, three, <laughs> and you're going to Wager, and everybody's tall and particularly good at the game. Yeah. You realize basketball is not your destiny. <laughs> there was a little bit of genetics against my NBA dreams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you you're doing the sports thing and whatnot, and that's kind of high school. And what high school did you go to where you apparently met CY? What's what's my what's my say word, Mister? You said Lavois. you said apparently. I was like that that threw me off. I was like what? Because <laughs> he said that you hadn't said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. We met in grade seven, bro. I'll say word. First year of high school. 
Miss uh, Miss Bordeaux. Miss Bordeaux. Bordeaux. My, my favorite teacher. Shout out Miss Bordeaux. Oh shit! Apparently Bonnie is locked out. I gotta go. Um, that's wild. Westmount High School. The yeah. Fir- All I know is Mr. Lavois went there after he went from Wager, and Mr. Lavois. Yeah. Mr. Lavois is Great one of the most coach. influential fucking men in my life. <laughs> this guy was funny. This guy was hilarious. Like. I don't know if he was doing that on purpose or not, but the looks no. that he would give. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was doing. Like, he go, like he's one of those guys where, like, because I had him every year. Because he was, like, Wager was small, right? So, like, yeah. there was the science class and the non-science class. <laughs> and there was the bilingual class okay. and the non-bilingual class. And yeah. basically, it was all the kids in the French bilingual class were also the science kids. And there was, like, three kids that didn't fit that criteria. Okay. And Lavois was like the science teacher and he spoke French. Right. So you got, La- I think I had, I didn't have him one year. So for most of my high school, like, bro, like, he is one of those teachers that, like, understands how to deal with, like, young people. Like, like, on some effective. dangerous minds, teacher in the hood <laughs> kind of movie shit. Because I watched him, like, be that guy to a yeah. lot of people who did not have father figures. And like he did, like yo, that man's lent me two dollars like a hundred times. Damn, like he's one of those dudes. Was this before him? Like what? Like, yeah, because yeah. he, he, he was your teacher too. Later, later, later. Yeah, because sure? okay. he went to Wager, and then Wager closes in 05. and then half of the Wager teachers go to uh, Westmount, and half of them go to Wh- Marymount. But I know Lavoie, and I think Miss Saipas went to uh, Westmount. I had both of them. Shout and out Miss Saipas. Yo, Miss Saipas is a huge part of my like <clears throat> writing life too, right? Because like, she, of course, lit, English teacher. That's dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and uh, so that ha- it ended up playing out. So I just I don't know who else went from Wager, but I know those two did. And yeah, Lavoie is crazy good. Like, I don't remember if he was a good teacher. I think he was. I remember shit he taught me. But, like, as a human, that dude really understands teenagers. No, this guy would just crack me up all the time. Yo, we got to get Mr. Lavois to watch that. We're going to clip it. I'm going to send it to him. He's on my Facebook. Yo, my favorite teacher watched my most recent video randomly. Remember I told you I hit her up? And uh, she just randomly liked the video, like, randomly, like, a week ago. That's so funny. That's yeah, there's so a few, funny. but there's a few of the high school teachers that I have on Facebook and shit. Do you think they realize how much they affect their lives? Or like our lives, like yeah. One of them came to one of my shows, bro. They see too. They yeah. see too many. Yeah, this this lady, Miss Nash, who low key like she kind of does follow what I do. I guess like she she follows all of her students. She's one of them types, and yeah, she like pulled up. I had, I had finished my set already, so she pulled up after I was done, and I felt like so bad. And then it was so like not her vibe. But, like, she really did that shit. She really, like, came. And I was like, man, that's... That's love. Yo, that's that's that shit that high school teachers do that, like, nobody else be doing. That's true. That's true. So you went to Westmount, and you had... uh, Did you like school? Yeah, of course. I don't even ask people that ever. Um, At home, I was was an only child. Like, in Montreal, I'm I'm an only child. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like... Right. It's funny. I was talking to my sister about this the other day. In Montreal, I'm an only child. So it's just like... I'm either home or, like, I'm playing outside with, like, the kids on my block and, like, fucking... Interesting. Yeah. Or I go to school where, like, my friends that I see, like, five days a week are. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, yeah. And I'd go to school, like, loving it because, like, 
okay, I'm I'm pretty smart. I I can keep up with like what's going on in class, no problem. But like, I'd be there for like lunch and recess, bro. Like when we get like, what game are we playing today, and who's taking home the W? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I do. Um, it's a cool way to put it. Yeah. The, the class part's less relevant, but the social structure. <laughs> Legit. Was, uh, were you guys like partying together outside of school, or was it more like you just had like your school life the way that people have work lives now, and they never see each other outside of work? <clears throat> um, in high school, yeah, there was more of that like party outside and whatnot. Like C C didn't stay too long. Oh no, I got kicked out of that school fast. <laughs> They sent me to the alternative schools like, pretty early, you know? That happens. Uh, Westmount was dope. Um, I was at Westmount in grade 7. I don't know if this was a thing for you, but do you remember they said you can't get you can't get held back twice or something? You, you, is that a thing? You knew that or no? I, I mean, I so, like, I went to grade seven. It. I went to grade 7, <laughs> didn't, give, didn't give no Fs about nothing. Failed grade 7. Then, I, then they put me back in grade 7 again and didn't care even more failed again then they put me to grade eight and then i just then i got then i was gone so like yeah i don't have westmont was westmont was they didn't like me over there bro and rightfully so i, I was like, <laughs> well because you're, you're breaking down there like because your schools you may not know also on top of that the schools are judged on the average percentage grade of all of their students and i know this because okay. wager was ranked third last and it wasn't because of the quality of teachers or anything like that. Because trust, as an adult looking back, we had excellent teachers. They really gave it. Nah, we just had a lot of kids from from less than fortunate circumstances slash they got kicked out of the next school. And so a lot of people didn't do no homework. Mixed with like the type, like yo, some kid graduated from Wager and went on to like fucking help cure SARS. Like they, you, while he was at Wager, his research for the science fair was used in the SARS cure of like two thousand eight or five six. Yeah, right. That's Dead. Fucking, no, this is real that's shit. Crazy, bro. So like that's what's going on. But we also had the hood. No offense to anybody, but like the mix lowered the average to a point. And yo, these kids did not have resources in hindsight. Like yo, at one point they made all all the anybody that wouldn't graduate Wager just like drop out. So at one point, like all the men just like disappear in grade eleven, and when you look at my grad photo, it's like there's no guys in the grade. There's like ten of us that are guys. So you're saying you were pulling? I don't. <laughs> but like, I'm just joking. I'm no, just but joking. they they told them to drop out and go to adult ed. It could be the right choice. It's not my place to judge that, but it was certainly a visible signal. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but yeah, so you go through high school at that, like during high school, do you develop the passion for music or is that just like a life thing? Absolutely. Um, so because of my experience rapping in the, in the schoolyard in uh, grade six and all that, like I carried that. Tell us about the rapping in grade six. So after eight mile came out, like one of the new activities to do was fucking write your bars while we're supposed to be eating. Uh, in lunch, right? So we're eating, we're writing, and then when it's when it's time to go outside, yo, here it is, team A, team B, and we're going like lined up to fucking battle each other. We had the girls on the side, just be like cheerleaders kind of thing. Like we had a, there was like a clique of like five girls that were like the popular girls. Like we have them like doing all their cheerleading on the side and all that, and like it was dope. It was dope. Uh, I remember I lost 
to one of my Italian homies, Alessandro. What's up? <laughs> I lost. Try him now. Like, cause he came, he came, he came hard with the bars, and like we weren't even putting. I remember he rhymed, he rhymed like socks with, with I don't know some other shit, and I it was just like yeah, suck my cock kind of shit. Like it was just like, bro, and like it was like, he, but he went on to like do like five rhymes with that like ah, oh, like sound. So I was just like, oh damn, like yo, and like he murdered my shit. Cause at that time it's just like. You learn how to rhyme, so you make one rhyme here, and then another completely outside of the box rhyme here, which doesn't rhyme with the first two, and it's just like you know beginner stages, right? Yeah. Which honestly, I didn't have that eight mile phenomenon. Granted, I'm a couple years older, and I was the dorky white kid at Wagers, so yeah. maybe I just wasn't included in the rap circles. We definitely had the the, the table banging from that like fucking clips joint, and people would like yeah. the one two rappers did freestyle, I guess. But like, maybe we just not enough people. But like, it's interesting to me to hear that experience because it's so different than mine. My elementary school was not like that at all. And then high school yeah. is not like that at all for me. <clears throat> so you got to practice in front of people, also with girls watching and shit at a super young age. And then that kind of carries into high school. Yep, yep, yep. Is so there like, a, is um, there a big hip hop scene at, at uh, Westmount at that time? Or big hip hop scene? Is there like, you know, other rappers and shit going on? Yes and no. Yes and no. But it wasn't like today where it's like every third person that you meet is a fucking rapper. It's uh, <laughs> it's more like uh, it's more like it's more like people know how to rap and like, yeah, you, you get cool points for that. But it's not like the main thing. Right. <laughs> people were more interested in like, all right, like, what do you do? Like you play ball. OK, dope. That's that's a cool thing. Uh, okay, what do you do? You pull girls? Okay, that's that's a cool thing. Uh, what do you do? You you you're you get into trouble, quote unquote. Alright, alright, that's that's okay. So that man's saying, is that. Like, so you're saying it wasn't really a career thing. There wasn't really like a C like 'cause like yo, know, sometimes you talk to people they're like, nah man, I met the six other rappers and then we linked up with the DJ and like that kind of shit actually right. be happening. No. no. Not for you. It was like no, that that kind of scene was like uh, untouchable to me at that point. Like I was like, I wish, but like I don't know anybody that like you know would do anything serious. You know? Yeah, I totally appreciate that. I I, I wrote a lot of poems. I got made fun of and shit for it back then. But like it wasn't like, well, I mean, you can picture me writing some emo raps at fifteen. Right, 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 right. Totally right. not really. Little people would have fucked with it, but we were like fifteen years too early. Like, in the high school, dead ass. If like you called it a poem, like yeah, you're gonna get made fun of. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, like, but I would like write the shit with the slashes, like they were fucking bars. Okay, okay. And then I would show them to people, and all of that shit. And then I had flow, and I could keep a rhythm. I remember vividly there was a fashion show, and then I could do the shake that take miss can i kind of shake that i could do like the whole fucking verse so they were practiced to have me like rap the song because i could keep the beat but like then they'd read my bars and be like oh come on bro <laughs> but like you left my sweater on the floor no it was worse <laughs> i didn't it like some, it <laughs> it was some like serious like 
Yo, I remember one of them was like a river turned red from a blow to the head. <laughs> it was like real, like real, like oh, fucking deep, like deep. emo, yeah. fucking My Chemical Romance, fucking kill myself music. <laughs> to be honest, like it was not like all the heartbreak shit because I had my first heartbreak. Yeah, Natasha Marie says, "What's up, CY?" So tell like, Natasha Marie, I say, what up? She She's right there. She's in the chat. That lady. Well, I suppose the camera is where we should look, but. <laughs> right, camera, camera. But, um, yeah, so it's interesting to me to hear how, like, you know, you have one scene there. And then also just nobody was inviting me to the party where I'm going to go meet the beat makers and shit. I was kind of on my own path where it wasn't like that at all so i relate heavy to that but were you still like creating music at that point were you still like yeah so like night times i'd be like uh in my bed listening to my own um uh what is it i don't even know what to call them before mp3 players walkmans mm, the tapes my own walkmans my own tapes, cds cds and tapes right and it was uh it was a good mix and um like i'd try and like formulate raps based on like good songs that i heard so like there was ludicrous that like i would straight up jack his flow and replace his words same thing with jadakiss jack his flow replace his words mm. and like i think i did the same thing for uh to to Lil bow wow or, or Lil romeo what was that one dun 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 because I know it and I don't know fuck all about Romeo. Right. And oh like, my gosh. No, that shit's like, that's yeah. a hard song. So I remember I jacked his whole flow, his whole steez, and then switched it up to my own words and made it like kind of like my kind of sick. And like, it was like, yeah, like I, this helped me understand how other people are formulating bars. Love it. Right. And like eventually I could make my own stanzas. My own fucking bars, my own fucking 16s or whatever. So you would do like parody rap. I don't mean it in a disrespectful no, way, no, no, but no. that's quite... I, that it's parody rap before parody rap's like a known thing. Yeah, and not even meant to like make fun of it the way a parody would, but just more at a mechanical level. Yeah, yeah. As I said before, it's just like you see homie doing it so nice. You're just like, how? How does he do that? I want to practice so I can learn how to do that too. I understand that. Yo, oh, shit. as a teenager, I think it worked out. Bro, all I did was try <laughs> to memorize songs I liked. Uh, I'd say until I started writing my own music, like for real, for real. Yeah. And even then, late into my career, I used to always try to memorize flows, everybody's songs, anybody I liked. Right, and that that was like a cool thing when a song comes on and like you memorize it, you you know, you know the like, words. And if like, you had like some, okay, I remember being at like even Abbott and shit, like Sage at Age, and yo, like if I forgot about Drake came on and you were able to like bust the fucking song over the MP3 speaker or shit happening in the room, cool everybody in the room just knew you as the rapper guy. You didn't yes. even have to have your own bars. It was actually being able to rap other people's songs at parties. That was like. I think one of my entryways into a lot of cool points in, in that age of life. Yeah, I thought it was a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. <laughs> like uh I never had that thought ever. So, <laughs> so when we when we had when we had like like house parties and shit and like I'd I'd be the guy that pulls up, be like, yo, who could rap here? All right, let's battle. 
And like when I'd like first like started freestyling and learning how to freestyle and like actually hold myself, right? Um, weed had a lot to do with it. I don't smoke weed anymore. But um I would <laughs> I would battle rap and like you probably would never imagine me that way, but like I get mad aggressive and like fucking these bars are hitting people's souls, bro. I'm tearing people up like left right and center and like yeah that's where i got like mad cool points for like you know parties and like being that oh shit yeah he's he's hard he's hard i did think i was a gangster so i believed mm. it so <laughs> move back just a little little bit right. i want to make sure you're in frame i just looked up doing my little thing and just while then shout out natasha for commenting i appreciate you watching there um uh yeah, our comments related to my marketing. So shout out you for caring about my Facebook lives. Gang. <laughs> um, gang, gang. But yeah, so you're, you're, I guess, in a high school age when you start doing the more tear people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, I like I got savage, like really savage with it. Like, Yo, again, that's so different than my experience. But like, you got a lot of practice then. And it was all freestyles, or yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the battles, the battles would be freestyles, like the party battles would be freestyles. Like sometimes we would have like, uh, yo, all of you, fuck you right now, eh? If you come and tell me anything about this, fucking we'd we'd like during school it would be like, yo, you'd you'd like write a sixteen and then like memorize it and then pretend you fucking freestyled it at like lunch or some shit. This guy. <laughs> Yo, yo. Yo, the things that matter back yo, in the early come find days. Me. <laughs> Say some. <laughs> Bro, you never did that. Fuck you. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but it's funny, like, because you're saying it like that, but, like, when you really add that, like, teenage flair for, like, life yeah. or even, like, the young adults we run into these days. I want to win. It's like, yo, you cheated? Broski. You're not acknowledging how much better than you I am because I did not require... <laughs> cheating <laughs> <laughs> right so anyway uh, um so you were you also um i was a good writer were you writing music though at that point were you like getting beats were you like dealing with all of that side of life yeah i would say i was good at writing 16s and were you recording them never you're just writing keeping it in the bank like you, you never had like no tape player or none of that shit first time i ever went to the studio was like years after high school and it was um it was the homie murker cali he put me on like got into like messaging and shit like i recorded myself at home before i got to that point that's wild so like so you're a teenager zero recording you're just writing 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 yeah writing and live spinning that's it and you just got these like notebooks and shit that you're doing it in mad notebooks you still have them i have a a ps5 uh no sorry not a ps5 um psp box i don't know where the psp is but like mad notes raps i just keep them sem sentimentally yeah right? i tell everybody and this like, shit there's a yeah. patreon play in that you set up this patreon for like 20 dollars a month i'll read you one of my private teenage poems <laughs> tell me people wouldn't of course somebody would i promise yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll that, talk. We'll talk. That's how this game is really played now. <laughs> but um, I keep uh, going out of the frame. Yo, right now we have uh one four dab with us, and then CY is chain rolling joints and smoking in the back. 
<laughs> Yo, I'm not even mad at that. People should just bring nah, CY to their interviews, and he'll just sit in the back politely. You notice that? That's, that's a regular thing. That's an everyday. This guy's hilarious. I appreciate that. Yo, shout out to Holden, man. I'm lit. You know, Dav's having a good interview. I'm just enjoying it all, man. For real. CY Southwest on Instagram. <laughs> uh, links in description and all that shit um so yeah you, you're in high school did you ever like have any real show opportunities or was it more yeah. just the parties no actually like uh in in that high school like westmont was really good for that like um you know putting putting us on to things and giving us opportunities to like you know showcase talents and things like that like i'd be invited by like other students to like you know pull a if they have like this presentation or whatever, like pull a one two on the stage. Keep it in my front of your Oh, 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 sorry, sorry. It's all good. Um we had this we had this uh this one year it was like the multicultural event. Right. And like we do this like uh if you have like a multicultural thing anyway. No, it's cool to, to talk about like, we uh, had that shit too at Wager. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And then I was asked to do like a a rap on stage and like a song on stage about freaking like multiculturalism and i forgot what i did i killed i killed it from what i remember <coughs> and the reactions met people coming up to me and shit yo westman had a fat stage too yeah yeah it was it was it was big so it was intimidating but like i came out like i don't know swinging i guess because like yeah i i was like either i turn on or i, I lose right now <laughs> and it was one of those and uh, shout out to Vanessa. She was uh, she, she came and did uh, a verse on that as well. And so it was like me and then her like on stage. And then they forgot that they left a, a chair on stage. And then I used the chair and they're like, oh, my God, like you're such a genius. We we were so worried about that chair. And like you're so like comfortable. You just come out like it's part of the set. And I'm like, there oh, is there is a le- there is a level of like the 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 people who set up stage productions for high school kids they really are that that about it right 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 <laughs> all love to these people though we have fashion shows we had this and that and like yeah I, I had, in the fashion shows oh uh, yeah 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 I uh, see so you're a teenage model yeah one of the, well shit not like I'm a teenage model or anything but I mean like, you I were on, you were in I fashion was, shows I was on the basketball teams I was known on like you know being like active and athletic right so it's just like oh we know he's got a he's got some abs this guy I don't know I never fully got a six pack but <laughs> you do you're doing better than Somebody the boys that are are less comfortable pulling up their shirt uh uh yeah yeah so. We did all that, and uh, yeah, performance opportunities, man. Yeah, Mash just flexed that in high school he was treated like a sex symbol. <laughs> that's Dav, that's, that's kind of fair. That's what he just said. If you were, like, rewording it and, and changing the words entirely but keeping the meaning. <laughs> no, it's funny because, like, keep the mic. It's funny because uh, I was, like, uh, I was, I, you could say that I was popular. You know, like, I knew everybody. Everybody knew of me or me personally. Like, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that when you on the athletes thing. Like, you gotta, like, I feel like... It was an exciting thing when Davril's about to get on the stage and do some shit. Did you ever do, like, tournaments and go to other cities and all that shit? Uh, yeah, our basketball team, like, we weren't, uh, we weren't amazing till like, closer to the end. We were, like, better. You know, there's... When all the Wager kids pulled up. Wager, oh yeah, the Wager, t- yeah, the Wager, Wager kids did help I'm just, boost I'm that. I'm just going to say. I will say, I will say. But, um, 
Nah, but you know what? Me and my boy Marcel, we held it down for Westmont. I respect we, that. We held it down for Westmont. I'll tell you. I like I like the respect to that. So you go through the um, the sports, the things you you're turning it up at parties. You're not recording nothing. High school's a vibe. That's what I'm understanding you on that. Like my, I'd be a, I'd be a main character or at least a strong side character in a teenage movie, is my understanding of your high school experience. <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair. And then uh, your words, not mine. I'm just that's what I do. What you see, based on what you see. That's all I'm. I'm I, I was mean, also I was also a bit of a clown. <laughs> like just, I'd be have I'd be turning up anywhere, just having fun, being loud and obnoxious. I mean that's a way to be when you're young. If anything, yeah. that's how we should be more sometimes, within reason. Um, so then what happens after high school? College. Where do you go to college? Dawson. Do you keep up with the athletics? Are you still a rapper over there? Tell us a bit about the, the Dawson experience. Slow down a bit. Um, I was uh, I was left less of a sports guy, so not, not sports enough to actually, like, be on one of the Dawson teams or anything like that. Um, right. A lot of extracurriculars. So, you know, more interested in, like, spending my time with girls or, like, the smokers. You know what I mean? It is It is college-aged. Yeah. I didn't stay there very long. So you didn't finish? No. What did you study, though? Uh, leadership. Leadership training. That's super cool. No, I really wanted to be in psychology. Psychology was a waste yeah. of time, but super dope. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Especially, okay, like, I did it, um, I went to Abbott. My parents made me do a year of science and then promised they would never, ever, ever tell me what to do with my life again. For better or for worse, they lived up to their promise. Um, and then I moved into psych, social psychology, right. you know, did the whole fucking, I, I finished fourth that year in psychology grades. So, like, I'm really proud of that. My The girl I was dating finished second, but I finished fourth, so I'm still proud. Gangster. Um, Girls then, are smarter. It's facts. No, they, they're just willing to, like, do shit, like, show up to class. And I wasn't. I was willing yeah, to skip yeah. class. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I, was, I was really good at, like, being at school and, like, you know, being present. And, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. Until college. I mean, I was down to be at school, but, like, in the building. Because the building was lit, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you you go on in life and realize like dead ass, just go into marketing. Like that's just monetizable psychology. Yeah. So it's like uh, unless you want to be in research, like unless the, the like the actually doing science part is cool or the teaching part is cool, it looked really bleak in my. So I dropped out and shit because like I couldn't. There was no fast uh, track. The psychology would have like, been for like business. Marketing, like, ideally, yeah, exactly. That, that's that's like, my. You can't be a good marketer if you don't understand how the human mind works. You know, what but I'm saying? all marketing is just going to teach you the psychology that you, because that's what you're going to be learning in marketing school is fair. a bunch that's of fair. the psychology of how to sell. <laughs> if I had somebody telling me what I needed to hear in terms of where I wanted to be at that mm. point, like things probably would have been different, right? That's a fact. I feel the like, exact people, same way. People gave me all sorts of great advice throughout my years, but like it's not like, you know, if it wasn't for me, then like that advice is useless. You know what I mean? If it's not what I see for myself, that advice is useless. You know what I'm saying? Like picking and choosing. So like if I had somebody telling me what I I wanted to hear, 
like in terms of where I want to go with my life, then yeah, for sure. So if you told me that like back then, I'd be like, oh, well, you're right. I had uh, to go do my next step? a bunch of learning in my life to learn that lesson. Cause yo, yo, pre, um, I'd say pre 2012, even yeah. YouTube's pretty shit for the purposes of educating you on real things. Of course. So like, it was harder to get good information and academic advisors and shit. You, you, it was gambling. You either got a good one or you didn't, depending on who you talked to. Yeah. So I could appreciate that. So after you like, did put a. But I like, guess, I'm known in like circles for being like, a basketball player and a fucking rapper, like somebody who could rap, not necessarily a rapper, but like somebody who's like. Yeah. Like, you haven't taken the plunge yet into creating the right. art. Like, are you still using your government name to rap? No, I had a few nicknames. What was some of your teenage rapper names? Uh, digits. I like it. Um, and that was a name that I bit from one of my guys, Digits. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one summer in camp. Uh, just a bunch of stupid names, bro. That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> never, Dave. I never went Dave. I never went Dave. But shout out to Dave from the UK because he's yeah, he's, he's, that's the realest Dave I know, bro. <laughs> bro, Dave is like legit good. No, 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 no. He's he's legendary, bro. Like, you know, I right. reviewed one of his albums and like, yo, those songs stick with you. Like, he he hits you with like um. But this is this is what I this is how I rate music. I'm just like, is it is it one of those like are you saying just like things to make people move or are you are you saying to like move people? Like mm. you know what I'm saying? He 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 says things that moves people. You understand? Like ah, I respect him for that. I, I respect And that simultaneously kind of he has songs that make you move. Yeah, yeah. At the same time he's got bops. He does, like like I think Dave, like, had he, if people here took the international market as seriously as the rest of the world does, more people would talk about Dave here. Oh, dead ass. But, I mean, they hear UK and, you know. And he's yeah, not he's like not drill, doing, right? Yeah. Like, so he's right, like right, UK right. rap, which is not what's popping here. Oh, no, 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 no. It's, it's popping here. It's just not too many people are on it, so fair but like it's catching on it's catching on i appreciate yeah, that like scraps i do not know who scraps is no i'm off now i'm like i used oh, to be yeah. so on I'll the pulse you. and then i just stopped paying attention to new music like if you're not from montreal why am i gonna even care that much okay fair fair fair, fair. i mean I like don't that. get me wrong i do bump shit i'm a, i become a drake fan and shit but like Yo, if I gotta put all my energy into listening to people I interview and listening to all that, it's like I don't have fucking time to really be following the mainstream yeah. like that. And then like you go to shows and those are the songs you hear. Like I'm just waiting for like that fucking Mass West fucking song by Regulators to drop, drop, so I could be bumping that more regular. Mm. And then I do put on a lot of drill. Oh yeah. Well, Who do you listen to? Songs. So, like, it's not, like, artists. I just okay. find a lot of drill songs that I like. Right. I don't necessarily... It doesn't even have to be English. So, like, that Ando Sosa kid is, like, probably my favorite artist in terms of drill right oh, now. Shit. Where's don't he even, from? Italy. You're right. So, it's Italian drill? Yeah, it's hard. Bro, you got to put me on. 
I because to me that's dope. And it's like when you're drunk, you faded, whatever. You want to get sturdy. <laughs> I just want to be listening to this shit. I don't necessarily get sturdy. And you can hear in their voices that like they're doing exactly the same kind of bars, and they use words like crypto in the middle of it. You're like, okay, right. cool. But like, because I don't, I don't make that music at all, so I can appreciate that music like a fan. And I'm not a fan of like rap like that. No I more. say, I say, reserve the drill for the drillers. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You gotta make your own genre. I mean, right? drill pickle. I don't know. Oh. Oh, maybe we yo, go. Yo, 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 that's hard. Maybe. <laughs> but, like, you know what? Like, here's the thing about it. It's like. Yo, that's a that's a gem, CYJ. As, as a, a white dude in this shit, in the back of my mind, I have to go. Let's say I pop off for real, real. Does this make sense? Or am I, like, making a mockery of something that's a legitimate culture? Like, to stand you up to next to Millie's, and this is no insult to you at all. Like, I just don't see that happening. Millie's is hardest, though. Millie's? It's the hardest part. But, like, that's the thing. Like, you know. And, like, don't get me wrong. It's not that you're not good. Nah, I'm not trying to be hard. So, if I was. But, like, I'd go hard on pickle shit. Okay. So, it wouldn't be fair. You're more of, like, an entertainer. Somebody who's, like. Yeah, absolutely. We enjoy we enjoy seeing this. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I've been like, trying to this pickle sweater is actually fucking hard. The the tank. It's we got hard. them for sale behind that suit.com slash door. You got the fucking matching chain with it too. This came in today. This is the first time the chain's really there. Super plug. Look at that. Yo, Look at that plug. Um, what is anyway. it? Aurum and Cristalini. Shout them out. Yeah. Because yeah. they did the shit. Them them's your people's No, but uh, honestly, uh, talking to the mic. Yeah, yeah. Uh shout out Buds, man. Buds and Funk Low. But you you like pickles or you don't like pickles? I don't like pickles at all. At all? Nah. Can I say this? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm lit. Very memorable. Very, very memorable moment for you. He threw the dill pickle chips. He threw the dill pickle chips into the crowd. We're at Blue Dog. It's part of his song. It's part of his set. I was hungry. Hits one homie like on the other end of the bar. You've never seen a bag of chips go this far. <laughs> In the face, bro. I don't know how that did not explode into like a fight or something, but like it was just really funny to watch. You just kind of like. So, <laughs> what you might not realize is you came up to me after that show and you basically said I the died. same thing. I died. And then you added something to the effect of that's the most memorable thing I saw tonight. All right. This is and, how you know I'm not lying. That's and literally you said how that I felt. to me. And that. Is something I've been telling people when I tell the pickle story as a key moment because a bag of dill pickle chips. Because the fact that it stuck so much with you that I kept doing it, yo, yo, and that yo. led to all this other shit. So I really appreciate you sharing that with me because believe it or not, yo. it was very impactful. Exactly. And shout out to the yo, shout out to this guy who got who took it like a champ, right? Straight. To- <laughs> Yeah, that's a fact. He Shout didn't, out that he didn't, guy. He, he didn't get heated about it. He wasn't. He was like. He was like. Ah, oh, this nigga's on some stupid shit right now. All right. I all mean, right. he did just I'm, get a free five dollar <laughs> bag of fucking chips. <laughs> I wouldn't pay five dollars for a I bag mean, of those pickle yo, chips. Like, they're, like, they're like Lay's chips, though. We yeah. got the name brand ones, so oh, they're like four fifty with tax rate listen, now. Listen, that was, so like, that yeah, was just... that, it's crazy. I've spent I've spent <laughs> money on pickle chips to use as a prop. To throw at people in the crowd. Nah, listen, I'm just saying, I could have really went south for you. <laughs> like, I'm really happy it didn't. And, like, yo, that's the kind of vibe, like, it's like, you yo, just we're have, having fun out here. 
I, I you like gotta this. understand. I like this. I think for I those like kinds of moments, you just have to put the energy and the faith into the universe. If like, oh, you didn't flinch, bro. You were just like, I'm going on with the set. People are laughing and shit. I'm. You did not like, and that's why it worked. Because wow. yo, if I had stopped and been awkward and yeah, made it a thing. Then I might have got jumped or something. <laughs> then homie, nah, yeah, homie would be but like, I think okay, now nah, like, I'm gonna look like a bitch. Appreciate or like the fact <laughs> not that when you're happened. on stage and you're performing as yeah, a performer, yeah, yeah. you get a little allowance for shit. I one right, time right. grabbed a guy's head in the middle of an early performance. It was like er, I was doing hip hop karaoke. It was a Hobson joint, and he's like, "Grab your head, blah blah blah." And so I did. Never met this guy before, and then realized. That you could have got, got punched in the face real bad for me <laughs> but he was like nah i was mid-performance it made sense yeah think this through in the future you dumb fuck yeah <laughs> yeah 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 no you're right you're right but then ego, you get to ego. a point Ego's where people will actually go the opposite and be like yo why didn't you grab my head why'd you grab his head and you because if you really watch fandoms the fuck when you get famous enough all of a sudden they want you to do all the dumb shit Right, 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 right. Like, have you seen, like, even your boys when they're at, like, concerts with, like, 50 Cent comes in right now. Watch how a man's going to be running to grab his sweaty towel. That's a real thing. You're right about that. People act like they're not. They're not. And then if it's Travis Bryant, he'll be on eBay the next day selling that towel. (laughs) These are facts. I'm not mad at him. That's just money in his pocket, I guess. It is. (laughs) He'd be really too. Anyway. Uh, Well, someone's going to buy it. So you you after college um, to go bring it all back to you like what comes this the next phase of your life like because you make it sound like there's a bit of a phase between that and you jumping in the stool. So uh, I guess what are you up to at that era? Trying to figure out my life. That's a fair answer. I had a. I had. I've always had this, like, one kind of, like, mind in the back of my head. Like, yo, if I really try and, like, pop right now and I stick to it, like, I could probably do it. And, like, within not a lot of time. Right. And I never acted on it because I was scared. I act like I'm not scared, but I'm scared. Yo, it's terrifying. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you something. It was, like, it's not that I'm a scared guy because I'm really not, but it's, like, one of those situations where it's just, like, Bro, what if I turn into like a monster? Like, what if I, you know? Yeah, there's there's a lot of realities that I thought about, but I was just like, let me hold out. Let me hold out on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially when you don't have like a a foundational sense of self. Know what you know and know what you don't know. And I knew that I did not know a lot. But like, a lot of people get famous young, and they're like gas station attendance and shit at 35 right but like i think fundamentally like those fears come from not understanding ourselves or at least our darker sides and shit like that which back then we we were not encouraged to do <laughs> like it was like nobody was trying to help you figure out your demons in good healthy ways back in yeah, back in no, the day i just knew i had some demons in me and i was like mm, i mean let me hold out you know what i'm saying Nah, it makes a lot of sense. So you basically had to grow up and, like, learn about yourself and life and find your yeah, place. Yeah, it was just like, am I a good person? Am I a bad person? Am I, uh, am I this? Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, these are questions that people that that have knowledge of self or 
you know, ever seeked it, like, they'll ask themselves. You know what I'm saying? It's because, yo, sometimes, and this is like a, a realization I've had <clears throat> lately, it's really depending on who you ask if I'm a hero or a villain. Because, yo, there's a lot of people that rightfully can cast me as the villain in their movie, and I just kind of have to accept that because yeah. I did whatever they said. You have just as many people casting you as the good guy. And then it's like, like the bigger you go in life, the farther you do, the more relationships you make slash end. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of how it is. You're both in a lot of ways. No, I deadass like thought about being like a gangster and like I was just like, I know for a fact with some of the shit that goes on and like some of the shit that I feel like would happen, like some of my friends would die. Like, I don't know if I'm ready. Like I could bring a gang of friends into like, that life at that time and like it would just be like bro why though like oh uh, yeah yeah just be like bro why though you know what i mean like you hear all this like aside from like the glitz and the glamour that's getting pushed you know what i'm saying like there's a lot of like a lot of the real homies that i know like the real ones like they'll tell you like it's not something that you just want to be doing you know what i mean anyway Anyway, I mean, I'm I'm happy I uh I half stepped because <laughs> I felt it. I got a, I got a taste, and I'm like, yeah, nah. Yeah, I, I empathize a lot. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I've been exposed to enough people who move enough things to have the, you know, what if I sold coke? Conversation <laughs> with myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you watch the guy who does, doesn't matter who it is, and you see what their liquid capital looks like in terms of frivolous spending. Not like, because you learn about the other side, how all of a sudden you can't go on Instagram live without auditing your fucking room yeah. first and a bunch of other shit. Apparently, cleaning money is complicated. I don't know a lot about it, but I know why a lot of people with not clean money can't go on the internet as much as I can. Right. And so like, but yo, with the bars and shit, oh my God, these people got like liquid capital in a way that I don't know how, to, I don't know how to generate money that quickly in my life, no matter what I could ever want to do. You have to be uh, very careful. That's where I get fucked up, bro. I get drunk and sell to an undercover in six fucking seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would you, get targeted my get first day. Sure. I'm are, done. Are you snitching? Nah. <laughs> You say that. Nah. You say that. <laughs> Yo, know, one time the. the I'm not accusing you. No, no, no. One time the cops, like, yeah, put yeah. handcuffs on me because they caught me smoking a giant. Yeah. Put me in the back of the car. And they were. No. I, <laughs> I'm like, Show what? Me, no, because you got to understand. I was. They were asking about who I was buying from, but yeah. I was also very aware of who I was buying from. And trust, I am way more afraid of the streets than the cops. At least at that phase of my life. Now I'm like, whatever, I don't, I'm cool. <coughs> but like, arguably the cops scare me more now. But for different reasons, just because the cops yeah. is like a whole different vibe these days. But like back then, nah, like, I just knew that was the one rule. Don't tell on people and you should have no problems. And why would I tell? Oh, I don't know. I got off some random guy. Yo, anytime I play with the cops, it's I'm the dumb white guy every time and that get i mean they they pressed me they and then and i was like okay cool i didn't do it <laughs> what i realized about cops you can't be the dumb black guy that's um that's not a thing nah you're right yo dead ass i guarantee you every police experience we've ever had has been completely different <laughs> bro anyway 
I got uh, I got arrested for bank robbery twice. Did you do it? No. Or just neither time. What you look like? Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Dead ass, dead ass. Like this one time we were uh, we we're in the West Island. This is like I don't know, twenty thirteen, twenty twelve, maybe. All right, we're in the West Island. We're driving to a uh, to a restaurant. One of my girls, like best friends. Me and him were tight. Right. This nigga's got a rap like a laundry, uh, uh, like a grocery list. Right. All right. We're with his blue nose pit in the back. Um, the, what, what was the blue nose? What was the dog's name? I won't. I won't say the name. I just realized why not. Oh, uh, yeah. And then freaking um, and his brother, and we're whipping it, and like whatever. We turn a corner. Here's our bank. Mad cops. School buses, like around that time of day. Sunny day. One cop is like grilling me. I'm wearing this like huge, this big sweater. It's like, it's got a bunch of DJ equipment printed on it. Like, you know the Bape style where like the print is like all over the fucking design? Like right. 999? Right, right, right. That kind of shit. But like, it was just pure DJ equipment. Like, black and white. Right? This cop is grilling me, and I'm grilling back because, like, I'm a stupid kid, right? So I'm grilling back, too, like, because this guy's problem, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then all of a sudden, it's like a cop car is coming this way, and, like, we're getting grilled from that side, too. I'm like, all right, bet, like, three black guys, a white girl, and a fucking blue nose pit. Like, what are we doing? So I'm like, you guys are fucked. You guys are so dumb. Like, anyway, like two, three of them passed this way. One's following us. Got more fucking. All of a sudden, the lights are coming on. And before we know, we're surrounded. All right. Everybody hands on a fucking dash. One hand out the window. Okay. Open the door. Boom. Other hand. Take off your seatbelt. Blah, blah, blah. It's whole fucking drama. And it's just like. Yo, we found out like half an hour after being detained that like it's for a bank robbery. We find out like 45 minutes later that like it's fucking <clears throat> I matched the shooter with my fucking hoodie. This fucking hoodie that like who the fuck has a hoodie like that? Like in that area those days, you know what I mean? Like it's just, like how many people Anyway, it was it was like one of those things they separate us put me in a car, put my girl on the sidewalk, put my next nigga in the car, fucking, we're, we left the dog in the, in the car, uh, thank God, because, like, you know, these guys, they're trigger happy with these dogs, and, um, yeah, bro, it, they, they waited for fucking CCTV footage to, like, get printed out so they could, like, ID me positively. Asking us where we're going, where we're coming from. We all had the same story. It was fucking real. It was true. Like, coming from Shorty's house. We're going to the restaurant. We're trying to eat. I'm hungry as hell. Anyway, I cannot help the situation. That, it was just it was just really, really, really funny. They're searching for everything in the car. Man had actual laundry in the car, like in the in the trunk. And they're like, Why so many clothes? Da 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 da. Like, what do you And it's just like ah, Right. Anyway, anyway, uh, after mean, I... like two, two, two hours or something like that, it was 
two hours or close to two hours of like back and forth they're like yeah legally we have to arrest you before we you should you should have seen when they pulled out the shit and they realized i wasn't the guy when they realized like the smile that i had on my face like uh like i win like assholes like i'm just like really happy because i'm thinking like oh fuck all right going to jail for robbing a bank that i did not rob (laughs) all right lit i'm gonna have to like all right all that shit that i see in the movies i'm gonna have to do all that shit when i get in like fucking just craziness let me put this on side my bad for that no stress at all i mean yeah it's wild stressful thanks for sharing that honestly because like to me it's cool to be able to talk about real things on the shit as much as i want to be silly like you know real shit's also important yeah and uh honestly that that's never happened to me (laughs) i I doubt it's gonna happen to me oh the next time it was really funny because it was it was the same branch of the it was the same like brand of bank that got robbed and I'm in, like, a completely different city at this time. And, like, legit, like, I get stopped for it. <laughs> and I'm on my way to work. I'm like, wow. Yeah, I, the description this time was a black a black guy in a black jacket in the wintertime. <laughs> That's just... Broski. It's it not was, good. It was, it was just one of those things. It's just like, wow, maybe I have bad luck with, with, with the banks. I, I, don't, I mean, with the bank part, yeah, with the... With the cops being how they are, yeah. I don't know if that's just you. I think a lot of people get the same bad luck. Meh. Meh. I don't know. Uh, it's, you know, Montreal's got the same problems other places got. As that much is. as people want to belittle it. Like, there's, like, what, a memorial site for Nicholas Gibbs up the street from my crib that I cycle past every time because they, uh, they shot the kid down. Yep. Like, it's less than a, it's about a kilometer away from me right here. And like you know, it's just really not good. I don't know if it's better or worse. It just doesn't feel like anything's changed much. No, not really. Um, yeah. So fair enough. Those are some shitty experiences to have to deal nah, with. Like to me, I'm just like I laugh about it. I'll be like, yo, it's it's just funny. It's just funny to me. But like you know, you see what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Anyway, all tying back into like, you said you said, you you just play the the dumb white guy. I'm like, yeah, we can't do that. That's a fact, though. Yeah. I mean, I mean, those are those moments where privilege be like an actual thing. Oh, that like, I used to joke about it, like back in college. Like I was cognizant of it, but like I didn't really understand it. So like I was flagrantly disrespectful with my like, I'm gonna just be white about my shit. <laughs> Yeah, but like aware enough to in hindsight like i guess it was useful because now i'm you know awareer than i used to be but um yeah there's a huge differences like i got pulled over a whole bunch of times and nothing like i got pulled over one time it was a miss my headlight was like broken or whatever so usually oh, you shit. get the 48 hour warning and shit yeah. i pulled over i'm missing a lens in my glass high as a kite and I'm just like, oh, I'm a student. I can't really afford it. I live, like, right over there. And, yo, you changed the tone of your voice, all of this shit. I didn't even get the 48-hour warning. On faith alone, I was allowed to just get the thing off and go fix it. On faith alone. I'd get pulled over for burning stop signs, and I'd get a 
dead ass finger wave. Oh, damn. Like, it's like that. And then I heard about all of my black friends' experiences yeah, with the no, cops. Yeah, no, no. Stop, take and it easy. Everybody's like, yeah, you're white. <laughs> and I'm like, fair. Um, I don't control that part. But, like, yo, it's it's real things that I think probably to this day still happen in terms of the different lived experiences. And, like, I don't know how often the conversations happen so candidly, but, like, meh. Eh. So, like, yeah, all that to say, we live some different shits like that. But um, at what point, what? He should have said, Mr. Officer, the only thing I have on me is my hot rhymes. That's a fact. Shout out Lindell. He'd be, like, <laughs> really holding us down. Um, so, like, were you rapping throughout that phase of your life still? Yeah. Like, did it at what point did it evolve to, like, okay, now I'm going to start so, recording music and all so, that shit? Facebook back when uh back when people used to like tag like 50 people in a in a fucking facebook drop right back when right back when (laughs) i still happens to me (laughs) i got i got i got tagged i got tagged in uh in this thing that um some boys on the same block walkley uh they they fucking they shot and it was a remix to shook ones Mm. and like Sticky, sticky, sticky. I didn't feel like they did it justice. So I was just like, yeah, I did call them out on it. Uh, like one or two of them out on it. Um, that was just who I was. But I mean, like, and then like I came out with my own song. And like legit at that time, I learned how to make beats at um, at school. Like you went to school to make beats? No, no. Westmont High, bro. Oh, it's just, this is like when you're a teenager. Yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah. Oh, shit, anyway. Um, and, like, anyway, yeah, these guys, I was, like, 17 almost. Yeah, so these guys, they did that, and, like, I made my own beat. I bought a $16 mic from Jean Coutu. Fucking, I had a $30 webcam. And, like, yeah, it, like, I don't know what system I was using. I was using Fruity Loops to to make the beats, and then I was like with the with the recording software that's like pre-installed on the computer. Learn how to fuck with that, and I was like, yeah, I dropped this song that like it was like, let's start the song. This is a D Wise production, and like, <laughs> anyway, and like I I was like. I just I just went off. I was like, yo, M's got me hustling, moved up to Jack, then moved up to stuff that could move up in packs. New to the jewels, but I moved up to that. See, I do got to prove I could move up a track. That was my opening bar. And I I can tell you one thing. Yeah. There's not a lot of people who are willing to ever quote a single thing they wrote before like the age of 18. This man just came here. And not only spit I his own bars, it was like, he also beatboxed his own beat he made. <laughs> I you made that really beat. like that song. Yo, I really like that song. I wish I still have it somewhere. I don't know. It's lost. But that's hard. Do you remember lost. the whole song? Most of it, yeah. You should just remake it. <sighs> nah, but that's the thing. Like, even at that time, I understood that, like, what you say actually fucking matters. And so, like, I made it a point from very early on to, like, start, like, 
yo, like, rap about the shit that you're actually doing. Rap about the shit that you're actually, like, fucking, like... You know, SD get him. Shout out SD get him. I, sh- I sold him his first chain. I was selling jewelry at a point. Say word. I do know him. I met him very recently. Yeah. Um, but I would just so, middleman deals. That's it. That's a very valuable skill. Yeah, it was like it was like so I rapped about it. You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, it was just like one of those things. And like I, I was like, people so, actually fucked with it when so I when on. I dropped it. I appreciate all of that, but you you got me all like philosophical here. So yeah. does that mean if I'm no longer at a phase in my life, I shouldn't revisit the old songs you do? Because like if you're no longer like your life's lining up with the older music, like you can't right. like do those songs no more. Yeah, because it's not it's not relevant anymore. You know what I'm saying? Not relevant to me, who I am. Like this is like. Me when I'm trying to discover who I am. You know what I'm saying? Versus like me being down the line in some experience. Right? I can get where you're coming from. There's certain joints I wouldn't really want to perform now. But I don't know if I'd hold it as like a universal standard. But like I really like what you're saying. So I think it's like one of those things that's going to make me think after. Because, yeah, no. I look at it like when I perform, it's like, all right, so this is the catalog. And we yep. gonna market, and what are we marketing to who? And uh, there's a lot of thought that goes into what I perform, but I'm super comfortable going back to my like darker days or some shit that I'm not living now. And, Why not? Or even fabricating it. Like we're at the point where like we're trying to make up characters that are like more exaggerated versions of things rather than like really me. Yeah, don't don't do that though. Don't do that. Why? I'm just curious. If you were to take my worthless advice. No, your advice is interesting. No, no, no. I'm saying worthless because, like, who am I to say? Like, everybody has an opinion. Everybody has an asshole. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, I would say just, like, keep it. Keep it a buck, bro. And just, like, move forward in that. Like, if you can back up what you say. Well... I wouldn't necessarily like that's where I'm coming from. So for me, don't fabricate, not you know, fabricate like, in the sense of like, so in the way that like you might tell a story that's based on your past, but isn't exactly your past, but is something that could have been something like storytelling. Yeah. Like oh, in that's, that, that's that capacity, fine. That, that, that's like, like, but in the sense of almost like, is, like, cause a lot of artists I like, or artists I've liked over the years might almost rebrand under a new character and that character yeah. gets their own set of rules yeah look at like how mf doom might uh split into vince vaughn and the different in each of these things is a right. different person that he's invented and played with in terms of a person so i would only yeah. ever do it from like a art you know what i mean like because yeah. you know me me and chris are thinking about like okay so like i got my brand there's anything with my government name on it is me but then what can you do that's different but that ass like i, I like i i not to sound like cocky or anything. I think I'm a pretty cool guy. So like I really like the idea of having like a a persona per se. I know I have to like go a little harder, right? But like I really like you have to have that like sense in your mind that's like, all right, like here's where we here's where we close the curtain on like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. Well to be fair, I'm not going down no criminal pass with my personas. If right, anything, right, right. I'm going down like rock star dreams, and like I would play with like. Oh no, 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 no! I saw some videos 
of your performance at uh, at Paul Wall. I could not be there. I had fucking COVID, and I was so pissed off. Bro, I, I had wasn't nothing there. to do with any of that. I I I I heard I heard some stories, but like at the end of the day, I saw, I saw like just the wildest shit. I was I, like, uh, it was literally a beach party I on was stage. Not mad. These two these two chicks apparently you have nothing to do with them. You don't even know who. I'm they just say that came my up, partner, they fucked with the music, and they were like... It was a bit more, like, J.S. No Regard <laughs> may have played a little more of a hand in that than myself, because he's more privy to that side of life than I. Uh, Bro, I'm looking at these girls on stage like, oh, shit, I like, don't know yeah, what I'm supposed just, to do. Did she just fucking do that? <laughs> Bro, I watched him, I got, because I got back on stage, and the first thing I see is these two girls kissing, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is happening. That's just the beginning. Right, because this is happening. These girls were, were I, I having the best time of their lives, but it was thanks to you, bro. No, was, I'm gonna put most of that on JS. Like, I I helped curate the moment, bro. Had he told me ahead of time, I would have probably fucked that shit up, dead ass. He uh, he knew how to play right. that situation and ensured the greatness of that moment. Hey, man, that was and a then, moment for real. I'll give you. Can I give you props for that? Yeah, for sure. That's gangster. But um, <laughs> but like in, in my funny. head, it's like. I think there's nothing wrong with like envisioning shit, yeah. right? So, but like at the same time, it's not like I'm ever gonna walk out and be like, "This is my real life." And like, you know, it's all about the packaging. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So like sometimes you, but like I think the idea of the power of words representing truth, though, is a whole other like side to that coin. There's that, like a vulnerable, a vulnerability to it, and like I don't know, like there's certain people that I feel like, I feel like they understand their vulnerabilities so much that it's like you can't fuck with them mm. you really cannot fuck with them you know what i'm saying and it's just like yo like and people would see that and just be like yo like i respect the shit out of that like that's the shit that i'm looking for that's the shit that like i want to like you know i, I appreciate that yeah. that's the thing it's like I'm, to me like everybody's art projects and their goals and who they're looking for it's all different yeah and I don't know that I'm right about anything. I know that after talking, like, we're episode 171. So it's been a lot of people. Shit, my guy. So I heard 100,000, 171 at least different variations of things. Right. Plus the other shit. And, yo, everybody's stories are in, there's commonalities. Authenticity means different things to different people yeah. with regards to art. And I think what you're saying is true to you and you you know i heard your music you're very thought-provoking in your lyrics and you clearly have a mission and a purpose with what you're that. doing i am trying to be an entertainer and yes i care about the message and i really do most of my music i try to put something in it of course but i got all this shit to take care of my role model side i can go be a fucking whatever with my music i got so many platforms to go be a fucking growing up on <laughs> you're 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 you know what i now like the entertainer that, as like, a rapper you know like i like so this much shit sense into tying into what you were saying before that makes so much sense yeah because like i don't know if you podcast or all this other shit because to me it's like if i guess that's your only real is that I guess is music your only real like way to put your story and your shit out to people like that? I, I yeah definitely. I, like, yeah, fair. I mean, like, what other? 
platform like i, don't I mean know. you could make a podcast you could be like yeah, a no. blogger you could i'm not you could be a dryer you talk you to could, me in regular day conversation i don't know if it's like all the weed i smoked like back back when i used to smoke like mad weed like bro i can't like say most of my sentences like in one go <laughs> i mean you'd be hella coherent tonight <laughs> no nah, i get it but like i hear what you're saying but like it's still like that's why we're doing this we're getting to know you but as we're as we're talking about it it's also like interesting i guess like for me like if if music is like that's how people are going to get to know you and they don't have these additional avenues then maybe it becomes more relevant to stay as true to self like not like it's not like a publicity thing it's not like a yeah like everybody's got their their things that they do you know we play ball we stay we still play ball we fucking um yeah like i'm at events like watching music doing music playing instruments sometimes um what do you play drums (laughs) no that's cool as fuck yeah but like not like your your drum set like you know my pops is into all like the the african drumming and shit and like like steel pan steel pan and all that yeah 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 bro that shit's fire i have a i have a funny talent so like if I think of a beat, you you tell me like any beat, and like you have like a keyboard in front in front of me, like I'm gonna fuck with all the notes until like I figure out the pattern and the t- like the timing for the uh, for the song, and like I'll recreate a song on a piano in under like f- we'll say five minutes. That is pretty incredible. Yeah, I want. It's pretty funny. Playing by ear is like I think that's the term for that. Like yeah, play, uh, is. To, that's that's when I realized I'm not a musician. Like I played bass. Fair. I tried to learn to play by ear. I think it took me an hour to figure out eight seconds of a song. Oh shit! Like I really am not. After over ten years of music, I can finally tell when I'm on key or not. It took me that fucking long. So like you know I'm a rapper. Here's a tricky thing. So like I don't I don't know. But, like, to, so like if you're able to really do that, to me, that's hella impressive. So, here's the thing. Like, for me, I thought, like, anybody could just do that. Like, I did it for a few people, like, on different occasions and just be, like, the reactions were just, like, so now I know it's, like, a bit of a flex. I just, it's, I just, it's a pretty big flex. <laughs> like, bro, if you were, like, like... I just flexed on you a bit, you know? Like, if you were, like, live show shit and there's, like, a keyboard there and you're in the middle of your... I would love to try that. I would I'm love to try that. I'm telling you, like... It has nothing on my pickles. It has nothing on throwing a bag of chips, bro. Because, yo, I'd be oh, going to this funny. um this jam night every Wednesday. Yeah. Well, not every, a bunch of Wednesdays. It's fucking lit. If you can freestyle, pull up at this shit, you rap with the band, it's fire as fuck. Okay. But every time you get off stage and some singer goes and belts out the singing or they go up and it's duns. You realize, like, that's what the ear loves. So let's say you're like, yo, give me a melody right now. And somebody gives you a little one-two and you turn that into a thing and then you bust a little one-two on top of that. Bro, that's moments that everyone's capturing. Oh, that's true. That's definitely true. It's like that looper shit. <clears throat> so you make beats this whole no. time or no. do you just used to make beats? I used to. So like it was a very basic beat. Like, bro, like Fruity Loops. Like we're talking like Soldier Boy type beats like back then. You know I what I'm saying? I appreciate that. Um, and not even at like Soldier Boy's level. Soulja Boy was very good with his beats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, that beat was like, dun 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 dun, and it was like a, I think it was like a a variation on a a pan, like a pan note, just like, Mm. 
traditionally the way you play the pan it's like and you're playing your notes right but like in this case i was just bum 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 and yeah it was uh yeah, that's cool as fuck bro like that's that's like clip, that's lit all of that like the way you're explaining clip. that yeah and then uh so when you get back into like making what what brings you back into music as a as a grown-up that like makes you want to start recording <clears throat> i never i never actually stopped writing see so you wrote the whole time yeah. but you weren't recording the whole time no so you're practicing you're getting good again and then you just I would never i would never like go to the studio and be happy with like what i came out with so you were going to the studio this whole time sometimes which studios did you go to um when i would see cali for sure mm. uh 2019 is when i like really like got back into the studio and shout out yan yan is one of the, like for me one of my most like trusted in terms of like what we built together like our relationship it's a good relationship to have between artists and uh, an engineer mm. and like yeah i don't i don't have to tell him much but i never did have to tell him much from the jump so it was just like we were on that like wave you like that passive engineer man do your thing normally no are you involved you're involved or you're just with this guy you're good and you don't need that with him i'm good and i, I like either way i'm gonna do it I'm gonna do right, it. Right, right. Like, I'm gonna be like, here's my vision. Try and make this happen, you know. And like, just the fact that I'm not like, I should probably know some more terms than like what I actually use to like explain. Have you ever heard that guy in the studio that's just like, yeah, do do the thing there with the thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? the thing there, th that thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like. Yeah, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> I I do that. I do that. You know, so it's that's just fair. Like... <clears throat> no, I, I I do agree that. So in my experience, engineers take you more seriously if you put a little effort into knowing, like the difference between, say, like pitch shifting and reverb. Fair, fair. What is the difference, by the way? So I can. Um, pitch shifting is when they change the pitch of your voice so that's when you get the really high-pitched squirrel voice or the okay. really low demon voice that yeah. eminem uses and shit i yeah. might be off don't hate me i'm not a real engineer i'm just okay learning but pitch this. shifting is like the term and yeah because it's basically just like it just changes the pitch of your voice right adding layers kind of no nope. say like echoier yeah like it, it adds echo that's as good as i understand reverb Fair. so it makes your vocals wetter which gives it like more of a hollow feel. Yo, I'm gonna try that on my engineer homies. See if they treat me. At better. least if you say hollow, like if you can make it like sound wet, wetter is like right. you know versus drier vocals is more natural sounding, yeah, yeah. more like that. So if you kind of understand E40 those things, versus Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get it. And like, <laughs> but if you could like, because I mean, at one point, believe it or not, I tried to like teach myself. And I was like, fuck this shit. Ooh. But like, I, I spent a year on Audacity. It's a lot, apparently. And effect by effect, learned yeah. the one to realize that, because you know, I, I don't have the ear for it. And you have to have a passion for it, man. Like, you have to, like, exactly. But here's the thing I'll be watching tutorials on, like, stuff, and then I'm wiggling knobs and. To this day, I barely can tell you if the mixes are bad. I could tell when I'm cleaned up versus raw. Right. But if you were to put Sky Beats next to Meticulous, next to get, like all these people and go, which is better? I'd have a lot of trouble telling you which mix I thought was the best. 
Sky beats one million percent. No disrespect to everyone else out there, but Sky is the dude who currently gets my money when yeah. it comes to mixing. Yo, Sky Yo, took clap those hands and Sky redid the beat in a way where like and he argued with me too. He yeah. said, I don't like your vision. So if you check this song, there's the Sky Beats version and there's my version. I perform I my version, tell me that. but I actually I like his version more. And I took him so seriously about what he yeah. was saying. I was like, because y'all might not know this, but like Sky and Polly, I think it is. They be like got songs that got real numbers in other countries and shit. Mm. Like they be like really good at what they do. So if Mads wants to tell me how to make my music more marketable, he actually knows how to do it, but he also knows how to remake her beat. And he also is well, and there's no disrespect to any of the other people, Yeah. but he understands EDM music and none of the other people I think do. <laughs> EDM. Yeah. Dance shit. music. Cause, um, it's, it's like important in my opinion for the, if you were going to say my thoughts on the Montreal sound conversation, yeah, EDM blend with hip hop. Absolutely. I believe that. Everything else is underground yeah, and subculture. Yeah, bro, you say you're having an EDM fucking party, putting out like flyers for that. You know how many people are showing up, bro? Um, 50-50. If you promote it shittily, I've been to some that are empty. Uh, but yeah? usually by 2 in the morning, it's fuller. I'm on the outside looking at it. It looks, it looks pretty... They got it's the, the right promoters. Yeah. It, but the thing is, is, there's more promoters. There's more profitability. There's there's just but it's mm. different drugs, different problems. Yeah. So like there is differences to it. But yo, when I started rapping, it was 2012. I was like bragging about like 80 people, you know, because that was like cool back then. Like the little venues was packed. Like Blue Dog would have never been empty in 2012. Yeah. And then uh, my brother was a DJ in the rave scene. 300 was a small night for him and he was making bags here and there and i was like wait what and this is 2012 that seems just pop bro little sunny didn't just randomly happen you know like like, so like yeah i got more into that but like when you look at it like sky took this beat peter west made me because you know back in 2014 several of these boys was all doing some party times together because him and a couple other ones who i won't name we're, we're up in some Molly vibes and they all made EDM for like a minute and then they all went back to like drumless beats and boom bap and they like so I'm like yo give me them EDM joints give me them dance joints <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah uh, oh, Sky shit. took that shit though and he just like to the next Elevated. level like like, I like that. and I don't have to I like say that. anything and that's my favorite cause I'm not that I'm not even good at that side of it I write lyrics and I can tell you all about that Right, right, right. So I like that kind of vibe. Sky's good for that shit. You don't have to talk to Sky. He just knows things. See, this is what homies homies trying to link that up right now. But like, yeah, and I really need to go check him out. I hear really good things, so I want to. And no disrespect to Cali, because yo, Cali's my boy, and on a personal front, we're friend friends. So if you watch this, all love to him. And Cali's about to. I'm about to get my first Cali mix through Chris Crumb, so I'll find out Ooh. what I think of what my voice sounds like. like really done by Cali. Nah, he'll set you up. No, it'll it'll be good. I, I Cali's good. At, I hear all the music. You know, like I just record shit here. I, if I have to go to your studio, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. So in 2019, you decided to take your music more seriously, is what I understood from before. 
Yeah, you know, I felt like I wasted a lot of time. I wasted a lot of time, um, you know, trying to do other things. And like, I was just like, yeah, let me, uh, let me get back in the booth. Let me see if I could actually make something like real. Right. And even at that, like, it wasn't like a quick start. Like I'm in the studio fucking all the time now. No, I was, uh, there was a point like two years ago. Yeah. Like beginning of COVID we'll say, um, where it was just like, I was in the studio like once every two, three weeks. And sometimes like, like, do you go to the studio with your song ready or do you go to the studio to like write the song? Yeah. Uh, song ready, song ready for sure. And where are you getting beats from? YouTube, uh, looking at like type beats, you know, people that I fuck with and like people that I think like have like the right idea when it comes to like flow and like shit that I can have fun on. Like I've made some songs that I think are like really funny, but like more comedic than like, you know, anything fun or, or like real. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure they're still real. They are, to an extent. Nah, but I get what you're saying, because, like, there's this idea of what real means and the context of, I guess, seriousness. So there's this one song. It's called Monica, right? Monica, Monica. You acting like a bitch, then you ain't Monica. If bread don't break, I ain't talking palm with you, because you looking like a lick. Monica, palm itching. Ah, hit you. Ah. <laughs> that's actually, that's hard. Right? So, like... It's like comedic, but like at the same time, just like some some other shit. That's what I'm saying. That to me sounds like as hard as hard, darker right. shit, right? Like to me, like, yo, it's all about like what you're doing with it. Like I think a lot of stand-up comics struggle with message. They know how to tell a joke, but they ain't got no point to their series of jokes that they string together. Whereas all the people I've ever watched stand-up comics of that I've really enjoyed, yeah. there was always like, I think this, like Chappelle is an example. Like there's points to it all so it would drop you with that like punchline at the end and it just ties like the whole fucking hour and a half into like one theme kind of thing you know like yeah. so in a lot of sense hip hop's like that so you could be funny but if there's a point to it it comes off as like serious to the audience like Ludacris is a great example oh, of that Ludacris was amazing at that shit like oh, I feel like Ludacris the, the shit that he did for like Goldmember mm. <laughs> when Goldmember came out what was that song called I don't remember the gold member song, but I listened to like almost everything that he did back when I was in high school. Yeah, so like yeah, yeah. Ludacris is like in my top five most influential rappers on my flow. I definitely did a parody rap to, to, to that song specifically that I'm thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Like uh, to me, like it's valid rap for him. So you're like yeah. a mix of serious shit and comedy rap. I wouldn't even label it. I, I I'm like mm. I'm like somebody that like I'll write about one thing one day and like be like in a whole nother vibe the next day. Sometimes I just feel like partying and like letting loose. Other times I feel like being serious. Other times I feel like, yo, there's some unresolved shit in my mind right now. Let me let me let me just open up like, you know, a one two. And so you're you're just a human with it. Yeah, basically, and I that's like that. that's like going back to the authenticity of it. Like it's like I. I don't know how I feel about having like a 
uh, a character and understanding that there's certain things that you're gonna like push out there more. Like I'm not gonna come talk to you like I talk to my to my four year old, for example. You right. know what I mean? But like, I know that there's some limits with that. But like, yo, you know what it is though, for me at least, is I written a lot of songs. Yeah, shit like lose weights. I would say pretty valid to my life and true to farm. Fair. Then all of a sudden you get hit with uh, make a song about like fucking you don't like pickles and then you start getting these weird like branding lore things that happen and like it's not me anymore. It's like mm-hmm. this like I look at it like my authenticity is, is there. Yeah. Because I approve everything so it's got to be cool with what I'm cool with. But like yo, I'm acting. This is all acting to me. Like the second you see me at a blue dot, it's not me. I'm a different person. That's the version of me that is on camera, we'll call it. And like, there's like a switch in my mind. I feel like it's important that every girl that I've ever dated can tell me all about this shit. Way more than I could. I don't see the switch. Of course. I'm aware of it, but like, super. I get really aware of it when people who like meet internet me come to like chill with me and are so disappointed by how I am in real life. Bro. <laughs> okay. Like, like, like even right. I mean like, yeah, going, going on that, like, you know, there's a million versions of yourself that's out there. In other no, but you see minds, me at a party. Kind of I'm, I'm drunk or I'm, I'm wavy. It's right, 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 right. And then you meet me at three in the afternoon when I'm just like serious. Right, right, right. And I don't really laugh a lot. Like, I, like, Hey, <laughs> like I have to, when I'm on okay. camera, bro, I got to think about laughing. The right, entire, of course, of course. Because, like, yo, got to look sociable. In, in real life, I don't give a fuck. Like, we're... Right. But, you know, then you get resting, bitch. Anyway, so people sometimes, like, get this, like, misconception. But, like, man, I'm... I've... This is, like... I do a lot of content. Like, there's mm. a difference. You, you, you enhance parts of it. And I think that as you do art longer, like, there almost has to be a segregation between self and art so that you don't like lose yourself to it however i don't think you should ever like like i should never start rapping about selling drugs even as a joke because i don't know fuck all about it right but like i could rap about shit like i could probably make up fraud stories pretty convincingly fair 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 it's like that story storytelling rap like which is to be pretty authentic. Like arguably, that's Nas. Yeah, you can you can have a little shotsy poo. Go for it. I just got the approval. Yeah, yeah, run it. I mean, yeah, this is straight from Jamaica too. This wasn't even bought here. Uh, I don't, I don't, I have to go get them. <laughs> I don't actually have any on hand. Give me a second, folks. We're going to take a little impromptu get the shot glasses break. Oh. Where did you get this swag from? Fuck if I know. This is like that. It was in the closet, so I had to uh, clean them right quick. (laughs) Fair. Fair. Yeah, I'm saying is to me, like, the authenticity point's interesting. Just be... Oops, my mic's falling. Because of the fact that, like, as you get into... Oh, great. That's it. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I don't know what we're doing sometimes. Uh, I just roll with shit. But, um, yeah, so, like, to me, it's an interesting topic for that purpose because, like, you really do get to a point where you're in this entertainment industry with all these people who you meet all the time, and it's almost like a defense mechanism to be a little 
I don't want to say inauthentic, but like a version of yourself. You want some CY? And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, cheers. Yeah, it's cool. Oh, that's nice. Oh. Yeah, I absolutely need chasers. And that's shit. nice. This whole drinking shit's relatively new to me. Oh, yeah? Um, I had some bad experiences drinking when I was young. Okay. Like okay. work party, puking on myself shit. Like that's not fair. good. So now I you do understand a lot your of limits? It. No. No? Okay. Just ask anybody <laughs> about the Ducey incident of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Ask Blaster about me drinking Ducey the next time you see him. Blaster, do say, gotcha. Yeah, he'll he'll know exactly what the fuck I'm talking Holden. about. Yeah. All right. Blaster, Holden, do say. Yep. Yep. It's gonna start like that, and he'll be like, mm. and then you know, he had a lot of fun with that moment. But um, then he, you like COVID ended, and yep. with CY show back out and shit. Shout out CY. I consider Shout April 2nd's Montreal United to be the official end of COVID party that's kicked off yeah, pretty yeah, much ass. a lot of us. That us. First time I met showbiz like that. First time I met yeah. regulators like that. I think a lot of people there. I might be off on some of the first times there, but a lot yeah. of us met that night. So um, it's true. Yeah. Then a lot more alcohol appeared in my life. A lot of freer alcohol appeared in my life than I've ever experienced <laughs> before. Because I used to have to pay for all my booze, yeah, yeah, and now yeah. I don't. And that's when it got different. Gangster. Like, you think I bought Duce? <laughs> um, all that being said, uh, so you're, you're getting back shout into the- Shout out Showbiz. You're getting back into- Yeah, shout out Showbiz. You're getting back into the music. You're, like, setting up 2019. Are you performing at this point, or is it just, like, recording and, like, perfecting your shit? No. Yeah, yeah, really just trying to find my my recipe and then like the confidence to be like I trust this out there in right everybody else's hands. You know what I'm saying? And so that took you I guess COVID kicked in and then change yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah, it really like, you know, COVID did a lot for everybody in terms of like uh mental states, good and bad, you know, for some people it was good, some people it was bad. Like I just it was get it super where I fit transformative. It. Transformative, fair. fair, fair. And like, yeah, man. Like, I, I just, I just decided I'm like, this is something that makes me happy. I'm gonna make time to do this. And mm. like, if I get something that's dope out of it, perfect. Even better. That means I'm getting better at my craft. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Yan recorded that Monica song for me. And like, that was that was it right there. My boy, uh, my boy Gabe. Shout out Gabe. He put me on to Yan before he left the uh, the city. And, uh, yeah, he left that in my hands. And he was like, yo, with this guy, like I'm telling you, like, just come see him. Make time. Come see him. Work on your shit. Like, you know those people that, like, believe, like, you, you got something nice, you know? Right. I was just, uh, I was just like, all right, bet. And, like, yeah, from there I started, like, really, really going more often. And then you would write the songs, find your beats, turn it into like a process. I saw I saw Showbiz was doing his thing and like he was getting a lot more out there in terms of like, all right, now I'm seeing like this guy's posting another video and like 
Do you know the like showbiz like, from before then? Oh yeah. Same oh, school. he went to Westmount. Same school. He did. So playing ball together, grew up. He grew up like literally. Uh, at that time, he was like around the corner for me still. So like we'd chill outside of school and whatnot. Played in Super Nintendo, all that shit. You know, like. Anyway, anyway, getting uh, getting back to it, it was just like I see him posting so much, and I'm like, damn, that like really like inspired me too, like to like start moving and do some like you know anything mm. we connect we link i'm like i put him onto yan i'm like yo try this guy they click right away boom 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 we record a song we record two songs all of a sudden it's like showbiz invites me to come do one of the songs that we made uh on stage with him i'm like yo what show is this montreal united montreal united i don't know the number because trust me to this day like i don't there's not much I pay attention to. I think 20 was the <laughs> first one, and it was so noticeable because 20 was like the first one post-COVID. Right, right. And I'm pretty sure it was that show, too, because I was there. And, um, yeah, we performed this song called uh, Spring Babies. Mm. And I'm like, you would know... You would know that I have made it if I went and bought a yacht. Smooth hands, how the ops watch when they try and plot. They really try and reach. They ain't even got hops. Hate to shooting bear bricks. I don't even got block. And, like, that kind of shit, right? And that's where I got to link up with CY because CY was like, so you yo. Oh, uh, you guys, like, reconnected. Then. Yeah, we, we reconnected. So yo, Showbiz, like, crazy. brought you back into this universe. Yeah, definitely. I didn't even know that night. I didn't even know CY was the, the one putting it on. I thought he was just there having fun. I'm like, bro. I don't fair, ask questions. I don't to be fair, CY, when he's promoting an event, sometimes does look like he's there having fun. He's definitely having a good time. <laughs> Mr. Two Henny, always Mr. Two Henny. <laughs> sure. Yo, I'm smoking in blue dog like a chimney in there. No, nah. no, no, never, never that, never that. <clears throat> you, yeah. would, you wouldn't do such things. All I'm gonna say about that is I think Eclipse gonna be watching this year. Uh huh. Yeah, I think Eclipse gonna make some points this year. Oh yeah, Eclipse. Who's that? The the gang police. They're basically the undercover gang police they're types. Really, they're really. So like, if they fucking, um fucking. I mean, fucking I think they lot. arrested okay. Shabo on stage for smoking weed on purpose. Really. To send a signal. Ah. And uh, I mean, if you were gonna go try to make a. Nobody point, actually does that though. Like smokes weed in the club and shit. Like. Yeah. Uh, nah. Yo, this fucking photographer. That guy's that guy's brave. Hold on, this guy. <laughs> this I was gonna say, yo, you say that, but the fucking Wonder Bread. All love to you, Wonder Bread. Took a picture of me lighting a joint in Blue Dog on Saturday while I was fucking faded. <laughs> Just me in the middle of the bar, not even in the discreet spot, like on the stage. <laughs> yeah! 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 <laughs> But uh, it's a time and place thing. Sometimes you're allowed. Sometimes you're not. Um, no, honestly. Anyway, like it, it, it's just one of those things, bro. <laughs> I mean, we take some liberties in life. Sometimes we don't. <laughs> CY, CY usually is hiding behind the stage doing it, not so flagrantly. And uh, he has respect, I, I think. Gang, gang. For all I know, CY gang, is in gang. the front of the bar. Some, I, don't, I don't really think so. Sometimes. But, but um, so you came back o- into this whole game because of showbiz, and then that introduced you to the CY plug, and then you just kind of spent that's I guess the last year, I guess pursuing the music thing a little more because now I see you're on the Bro. CY Mob channel. Yeah. So that's a big whole thing. I'm blessed, honestly. Like I I get lucky very a lot, like in my life, very a lot. 
that's a new thing now. I'm gonna get <coughs> roasted for this, but uh, yeah, I get I get lucky like very a lot uh, in my life, and I recognize it. And so yeah, I'll take advantage of all situations that come my way. That's just like yo, this is luck. This is like seriously like I mean, see why, bro? The way we go back, the way that I feel, the way that he feels, the way we fucking move. Like I'm like yeah, I fucks with it. I fucks with it. And so, yeah, we, we got to this point where it's just like, he'll tell me how many shows we did in the last, like, few months, in the last year. And, like, I don't, I don't even know the number. But, anyway, I'm always surprised when I hear it. Because I'm just like, <laughs> he'll hit me up. He'll hit me up and he'll be like, yo, are you seeing what you're doing? Like, you have. Yo, let me give you some, like, accountant advice. Yeah. Write it on a tracker because it's technically you're an independent contractor that's working for yourself at the moment. Yeah. And if you keep track of all the shows you do, it's like time spent towards a business. Really? Interesting. That's, yeah, I mean, I've, I didn't make a lot, but I got paid a couple hundred dollars to rap last year. So technically it's a revenue <coughs> stream or a source. Yeah, you could take every Montreal rapper. Oh, he's did this. He was over there. And he was doing this show. That show. I take that times by ten, and add his boy times that by fifty. That's my shit. That's my shit. Fair enough. CY has done a lot of stuff. It's not even close. It's not close either. Though. It's facts. CY is out there doing it. CY knows how to actually make money off of music in in situations. Respect. Um, yeah, I look and see like a mentor. No, he's he's hit me with some game. Like, real game, where, like, it's like, oh, it's like that. So it gives me things to, like, look. You have people in your life that, like, keep it real with you, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Cause, yo, like there's that's all, very overlooked. Like, there's just certain conversations that people choose not to have with you a lot. Like, the the little yeah. things, like, the, the difference between you getting one bag and another or the difference between your overall success and, and things like that. And yeah. Don't get me wrong. I totally get now why people don't necessarily share everything with everyone because a lot of people don't really want to listen to it per se. But when you find somebody that's willing to gift you with They'll that take it and flip it knowledge, the fuck they want. say again? People will take shit and run with it, flip it however the fuck they want. You know so, a lot of people don't listen, it. though. So oh, exactly. So then it's like time spent reason. explaining some shit for nothing. Yeah. But like when people do give you advice, it is advisable to like at least give the appreciation that if somebody's going to give you game that can help you make money in particular, that's not something you should ever overlook. Amen. But yeah, so you guys, are you part of the the Southwest music group now? SWMG. Yeah, for sure. So how does that like officially work? Cause to me, like there's CY, there's a Southwest music group, but it's like this mysterious figure of elusive, like, is it like an official roster are you guys like sign sign? It's more of a club vibe. Yeah, like a collective, like a collective, right? Mm. Uh, there's myself, there's Dav, there's Nova Loke, and there's Blocker, no Blocker, no Cap, Blocker. Right. Yeah. And uh, that's it, us four, really. And uh, there's definitely like a lot of like entourage people that come around and affiliates and all that, but. Oh, we just definitely just uh no paperwork signed, just some some that's my man, we ride in with it. Understood. See the main thing is that like now, like this is some in depth shit, like now finally, like when I first for example, he, he never knew my man like before a year ago. You know what I mean? Now he knows my man, he could 
he's linked up with my dude. I wasn't even there a few times. You know what I mean? Like that's how like they're starting to link up. They know each other more. It's more of a he supports him fully. He's not supporting my boy, like his boy's boy now. You know what I mean? Right. So that's yeah, just a vibe, bro. Understood. So it's a little collective, and they it's just, dope how we clicked up. And it's got organicness. But you said it was a lot of luck. I would argue that you made a lot of choices in your life that created the lucky circumstances. Because it's not like you came in wrapped bad bars. Like I was listening to that last joint you dropped, whose name is fucked if i can remember right now the, the hot box the one that you that's on his channel that oh, just Pete came Gang. up yeah for sure bro like the way you're speaking on that like the your flow your delivery yeah. like it's pretty pristine like you sound like you've been doing this a lot like you sound like you should have way more songs out than you do is i guess the better way to put it <laughs> yeah yeah which maybe is to your benefit maybe like now, it doesn't mean that i don't have the i have song like doesn't mean that i don't have songs i have like mad songs i would I put them out? Nah, not all of them. That's wild to me. But uh, uh, maybe I don't. Again, I, it's not up to me to decide how you approach it. But like you, but just I feel do, like everybody's like that. They they got a no, vault. Bro, I'm and, a like, slut. You know. Everything goes out. Like I would just be like, <laughs> like literally, if I had an engineer that would do uh, it for free, I would record everything. I believe it, and I, I would put it. it all out. And I don't even think any of y'all would listen to it. But, like, the five guys who did, it's for them. Listen, there's going to be some visuals. Like, guarantee there's going to be, like, you know how things just catch on randomly, like, virally, because, like, they're hilarious? I promise you, if that was your life, like, you'd have have one of those very quickly. (laughs) We work it. Well, that's why, like, you know, life's changing. We learn how to play social media games better. This summer, I have ideas for what I'm going to do. Okay all of my existing music to like play with tiktok because i got like 170 songs on tiktok right now are they all good no nah, half of them are freestyles but like yeah i don't know i could make a lot of content with that shit and i don't even have to record nothing else this year Shit. <laughs> which we do have new stuff coming but like i don't have yeah. to make new music right now like it's the first time i've ever wow. had in my career where i'm like oh i need something new to perform is do i want to write something new or let's just go dig in the catalog and find some shit they haven't heard yet because wow my analytics have made it abundantly clear most of y'all motherfuckers ain't listening to nothing on my shit fair 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 i can't say that i like i come and look for you you know what i mean if i'm scrolling and i see something i'll give it a quick checkout that's totally you know, fair. your trips at the in new york at the delis and this and that complaining or eating just food like whatever you know what i mean like i see you it's not like, yeah, it's not like I'm going to go look for you. You know what that's I'm saying? That's fair. And, like, that's how it is for most of us anyway. And where it's just it's not like, like I'm sitting I can drop there. something tomorrow. If you see me, you see me. And it like, might be, like, like, it's super rare that, like, I'll be honest, that, like, somebody's... Dr- I've listened to a lot of CY songs yeah. a lot of times. I don't know if I have a favorite CY song like that that's just, like, uh, but I've listened, and I, I, I think my favorite part is the his ad-libs. <laughs> That's my favorite part of CY. CY is hilarious with the ad libs. But like, I listen to them all. Yeah. And then it just goes into the collective, like, yeah, it's dope. It's, it's, but like, I hear what you're saying because, like, that's how I like, even with the ones I like, like, there's, there's very few people who have, in, and it's always individual songs that I'll gravitate to. Like, of course. Chris the Spirit's Biscuit. That's it. And then, like, because I like that one song. That kid's a little underrated. 
I'm gonna listen to that one song a hundred thousand times, and then it makes me not even want to bump the next one because I'm like, fuck that, I want to go back. It's bad mm. when I really like one of your songs. It almost makes me not want to go down the rest of your catalog. Um, but like, not that it's bad, but you know what I'm trying to say. I like, do that. I do that a lot. Yeah. Well, it's a thing. It's a thing. Like it, it's a thing. And like, not, to be, it, I'm 35. Like, like, but my hope is that young people treat it all differently because yeah. I used to treat it differently when I was young, and that yeah. inevitably, you know. It's like shit hitting the fan, right? It just takes the right one. Like, I know there's, like, the three or four songs that people, like, stick to, and the rest of it's from, like, you know, I just made it. I, I didn't even know. The Pickle shit all came from one of those freestyles. Really? All of that was a freestyle on Twitch. So, like... And then all of a sudden, like, that's your thing. Yeah, I, I put up money for a chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a different life now. There's a bag that, that belongs to Massive. He wanted a one-of-one one exclusive. Can I show this off? Yeah, go for it. That looks... Ham. And then the shoes are available. That on the looks side. hammy. So like, yeah, like this is now my life. And you still don't have a name for the pickle. Nah, dead I, pickle. And I keep getting asked, but like, behind that suit.com <laughs> slash store. But um, no, nah, I can't. Th- I don't know. It has to be a good name that I'm cool with or not. But like, it's not. It's never random for me. I'd rather not name it and then inevitably come up with a name I like than to just impulsive. And I have nah, it hasn't fair. happened. Think about it. All the mar- like it has all of this just happened, and then I found out all- like I don't even know what the pickled part of my brand is called. Like it's just there, and I sell it's it. There. Weirdly, it's the most monetizable part of everything I do right now. Maybe okay, podcasting is a it's weird ham. game. Like it looks, it looks like a dope ass logo. I'm not gonna lie. Yo, shut up my man nuclear convoy drew that shit if y'all need some actual drawing shit he does commission work what yo what do you think of baby dills i don't like pickles bro <laughs> but we are gonna get the fourth design because the third design is coming soon but the fourth design we're gonna get is gonna be a, a little baby pickle and we're gonna launch baby fucking cloves and shit with the baby pickle Although that one's only going to be like a happy pickle because I feel weird about selling a dead baby pickle. That just doesn't, it's not the flex to me. Just a little baby pickle. That's, that's that marketing training. But <laughs> well, it's also it. like, there's a part like in the authentic, like, do you really want to sell yeah, a dead? Yeah. Like, some know, people are like, I'm yeah, I do. Eating. Yeah, I do. And they looked at me dead ass like, why are you saying no? Do it. Yeah. I'd buy the dead baby pickle shit. I'm like, man. I don't know if I want that. I'm cool with the dead pickle. <laughs> the dead yeah, adult yeah, yeah. pickle. <laughs> Apparently then somebody's like they're all dead. I'm like, just chill. <laughs> Bruh. So I guess what's next for all of your shit? Like you said like so you're not part of the Southwest music group. You guys are pushing. Um what what is like in the future or like I guess in your plans? Like that was a really clunky a really, question. Really dope question. Uh question at a really dope weekend uh we shot another video we uh we we did so we laid down like a solid track and i'm like wow and uh it's it's gonna be a nice project um i'm not even gonna throw out like all the details but like at the end of the day i was just like wow this is gonna be very a very good look a very good look um so connected with uh with an artist from uh from ot OT? ottawa ottawa 
Sorry. Hold on. I've never OT. heard anybody call it OT. Is that a I thing? I call it OT, but like OT, OTT, 613, like whatever you want to call it. But like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I fucks with the R's. For, uh, I fucks with the artists out there, and honestly, I'm just I'm just super excited about what we dropped. Um, again, I respect people uh, a lot who have that authenticity, where it's just like you know they're about what they rap about, right? Versus like you know, if you make it up, <laughs> I'm just like. I mean, all I'm saying is sometimes the make it up shit's pretty fucking good. Nah, nah, no shots, no shots. But I'm just like, this is, it's it's one of those situations where I'm just like, I love, I love that kind of shit. And like, I'm really excited about what's Like, you what's, gotta understand, dropping. me and Chris wrote a fuckboy anthem, and I feel weird about it, because it's not authentic to my current life. <laughs> but it's a really good fuckboy anthem. Because <laughs> it's authentic anthem. to Chris's life. Because Chris is like, I, I, I literally don't even have the beat or nothing. I, do, I, I wrote it in the, like, fucking uh, MCO's crib. I don't know if you know MCO. Isn't, most... isn't the, the, the fuckboy anthem, like, Stacy's mom has got it going on? <laughs> I mean, I guess. That's a good one. Right? That's, but, like, that's... then you got real fuckboy. <laughs> real fuckboy shit can be said is all I'm trying to say. So uh, I wrote, but I wrote that, and I'm like, hmm. I don't even you know, know if you, I believe this verse. You know, like the city girl? I feel weird about it. Real hot girl shit. Just got real fuckboy shit. <laughs> it is. It's what it is. Because Chris is currently living out, and he's going to edit this, so trust. He's going to hear everything That's I'm saying. Hilarious. But he's on his real fuckboy phase in life. Mans be out there banging girls, getting free clothing. Yeah, he's... Chris Chrome got his name from a big Gang. Chrome. Bow, bow, bow. Is that true? No. Actually, at one point, he hit up the big Chrome to make sure that they were all good and that there was no crossover. Because like, when I met Chris Chrome, I'm like, you know there's a Chrome, right? Like, you know there's a Chrome already. Chris Chrome was the big one, I guess. And then people just call Chris Chrome Chrome a lot now. So, right, like, right, right. Chrome. And then I'm like, I have to remember that they don't mean, like, Chrome they, Chrome. They, they mean it. Chris Crumb. But yeah, no, at one point, Chris checked with him to be like, look, I don't want no beef or nothing. Are you cool with this? But it's like, Chris Crumb. Right, right, different. right, right, right. And Crumb with the K. And they're like spelt completely different too. Hey, man, like, I mean, we've been on this earth for long enough uh, to, you know, have recurring names and things like that. Like, facts. There's not a lot that you could say right now or today, tomorrow. That I never heard of a one for said. a dive before. Huh? I never heard of a one for a dive before. Funny enough, oddly enough, there's a whole group called One Four out in Australia. Like One Four Dav, though. No, no, no. I guess no. if there's a guy named Dav in that group, he might be known as One Four Dav. I could see that happening, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, nah, it's like there is still creativity out there because all of us be at this point. If you're smart, Google in your names. Like we came up with the name Perspectives as like a podcast, like, mm. and we had to check to make sure there was no perspective we were wrong there was one we missed it and nobody's done shit with this since 2017 but there's only one other podcast with the exact name as our right, shit right, like, right. so like you can find like unique shit if you like look for it but it's certainly harder okay fair, and there's fair, a lot yeah. like because you know sometimes like smoking ink as an example like you'd think somebody would have taken that name by now it's a cool ass name no they're the only smoking ink for real that's yeah. crazy and, like, that's how it is with a lot of people's names. Like, if you're good at your name picking, because otherwise, good fucking luck guess. down the line. 
I'm changing my name for real though. I've been thinking about it for a while. What's the new name? Dickface C. Understood. Should I run with that or no? What are you thinking that? I, don't, I think you could. <laughs> so I, I think I think if you got a project under the the moniker Dickface C, and it was some like really preposterous asshole esque exaggeration rap, it would be amazing, and it could be tied into true to self exaggerations but then just be an entertaining experience for people who enjoy that type of content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like how um, I feel like I Necro feel like doesn't spark, actually do half the shit he raps about. I feel like it would spark. I feel like it would spark like a, yo, let's, yo, 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 guys, I'm here today in Montreal. I'm about to punch dick face, see in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in the dick, bro. <laughs> I mean, if that if that gets like if that gets you the bag, this, like, viral thing that like everybody and then you get Dick Face C merch <laughs> link in bio. Hold will hook you up. I'm just saying, like, I know it sounds weird, but yeah, actually, why not? Like when you're looking at it from a marketing perspective, the question is why not more than like why right, right, why right, should right. I do it? Nah. I mean there's 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 a lot of people that are out there that is like more marketing than talent and but it's also marketing than like anything. the idea is is that like right. if CY did it with CY's reputation, it's almost like owning a meta joke. <laughs> Whereas if somebody else did it, I don't think it would be the same thing. It has yeah. to make sense from an art yeah. perspective to me. Like, it has to make sense. Yeah. But, like, you can have fun with art to me. Bro. We're going to make you a million dollars this year. No. Dick face C, baby. Do. Bro, make that dick face yeah, C yeah, project. Yeah. Watch how it goes. My man's got next. I got this. And then get, like, a whole costume, like, a whole persona. <laughs> and then, like, make a social for it. Like, make it a thing. Bro, watch. Yeah, yeah. Watch. Yeah. You'll trump your 700,000 views on YouTube or whatever yeah, it is yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> Run around calling people dick faces all day. Like, hey, dick face. Hey. Basically. Basically. I mean, bro, you know shit like that works. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It snaps in. Oh, shit. And there's actual amplifiers in there. Yeah, yeah. At one point, those, I've never used them. They came to me as a gift for helping somebody move. But given how I start my show talking about this shit every episode, it felt like fitting to at some point have it. There. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know if I'm high. Is this all a real color? Or is it light? It's uh there's it's a purple light in the room, so everything's kind of distorted. Alright. But yeah, so you basically got a lot of work coming over the next while. You got at least the next big single. Yeah, yeah. Um I hope it's big. Like it's it's like the quality wise, like shit that we dropped, shit that we caught with the visuals. Um Alright, so there's these two fucking dogs, right? They're fucking massive pit bulls. Yeah, we got one in a in a gold chain, another one with the spike chain, looking mean as fuck. We're in like a a dark garage kind of thing with a fucking flashing light. Like no, like that video goes hard. Super so laughing. That, that 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 whole like that whole yeah. My weekend was great. My, and I don't like to say much about like specifics. If you know me, like that's just how it is. But like, that's fair. My job is to be like getting I'm you to fire. talk about specifics. Cause, huh? And and my my role is to be like, nah, tell me all about it. Right. Yeah. You wouldn't get much out of me. That's fair. <laughs> Honestly, I think people want to hear more about um, 
your parents playing instruments than they do actually want to hear about your next single because that shit's evergreen. Most of the stuff we delved into to me is what I call it's it's, just, it's forever content, right? Yeah, your next yeah, yeah. single a year from now isn't your next single. Right. Yeah. That's like why that. we only ever talk about this Those shit facts. deep into the interview. I don't even like delving on music early on. Like, it's yeah, not no, important. that's fair. Like, your career, your trajectory is important. Your story is important, but your next single is whatever. I mean, I care, but like. Yeah, no, 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 no. You're absolutely fucking right. Like, a lot of people tell me I gotta, like, make a plan and stuff. And I'm like, you do. you're absolutely right. You're 100% right. <laughs> you do need a plan. It's just like, I'm not a planner. Uh, you either I, need a I plan. I am a planner. If you I need to, need to be. find a planner. Because if you're not going to do it, yo. My thing is, I know I know that I can plan, but like, I don't know the right way to plan. Yeah, we could talk about that after because trust, I would go into it on cam, but I know it's boring to a lot of people and yeah. I don't really want to, I don't know if it's the right time. But um, there's whole sciences to it and like there's real ways that you could like apply focus by a But like your product. plan gets manifested and then you got to live with like... Your life decisions. It should be agile, meaning that your plan should manifest, yes, but as life appears, if you're not willing to roll with it, like, good luck. No, yeah, yeah. So it is a mix of manifestation, but also, like, this whole pickle thing, bro. I mean, I thought lose weight was going to be the one. No. And the pickle thing doesn't even have a single like that. Go check out. Go check out Hotbox. I have to actually, like force pickle songs now onto my set no bro it's a business choice can I, I guess one? yeah Yo, can i hit you with a with a quick rapid fire yeah go for it all right you're gonna answer fast and shit sure sativa or indica a hybrid okay that's dope i wasn't expecting that okay <laughs> nay husser or mike shab husser no offense shabba but husser got me on that like yo he got them posters like all the shit I also never been from the streets like that. Pokemon uh, or Yu-Gi-Oh? Pokemon, bro. Come on. Yeah? No question. Yu-Gi-Oh or Digimon? Digimon, actually. Yeah? Wow. All right. Digimon's hard. Yeah, I was just watching Drink Chops today. I was ready. <laughs> That's um, fair. That's fair. Um, yeah. Pokemon was big, man. Pokemon, yo, I'm 10 when Pokemon dropped, bro. It was so, over. over. Yeah, Pokemon was like one of the biggest things for our generation. But what I'm uh what I'm saying is uh like in terms of plans like Hotbox the video that I like recently dropped like nobody's seen it um basically I there's a line that I say it's just like I don't plan I just move like it that's why my plans tend to pan out like as much as I know that there's you could make a plan like it's like so much shit is gonna happen that changes the situation so I kind of like I prefer to just roll. And then, like, if I make a plan, it's a it's a short sprint. I Quick hear sprint. you. Um, all I could say is music is fundamentally a business as much as it's a passion project. Unless you don't want to make big bread, big picture. If you do want to make bread, big picture, you need real goals, like measurable goals. But, like, anything that you don't specialize in and, like, that you know you don't specialize in, you need somebody that you can depend on to do that. Facts. That's why you I said if I'm you saying? can't plan, find a planner. Which that, is fair. Which is fair to I'm say. I'm only saying it like, yo, I'm ten and a half years in and I'm acting like, yo, where I should be versus where I'm at. Bro, 
the gap is ridiculous. I should That's be fair. so Did much. Did you have a mentor? No. Nah. Fumbled my way through, learned and a bunch right. of bullshit. And that's partly why we're, we're, this interview show is my mentor. That's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> like, cause, yo, before that, I was an idiot. Then Meticulous told me about SoCan. Then the next one told me about the next thing. And then I'm, like, taking notes every episode type right. thing. Did you read the, uh, the SoCan, um, like... The contract before signing it, like you, not in the least, not in yeah yeah that's fair. That's uh, fair. I figured it looks like this: if I ever want to be in TV shows, which I do, right, I need a SoCan number, which I need. Therefore, I'm gonna just roll with it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, honestly, it's just like that's just what it is, bro. Like, well, I mean, like, because the real money doesn't come from people talking about how they had a single and YouTube money. Nah, the real money comes from your song got placed in a fucking video game. And that's dead ass. That money. And you that's need SoCan ass. for that because, yo, if you really want to talk that shit, you need no samples in your music for that. So, like, SoCan starting out versus SoCan when you already are established? Have SoCan from Jump. Yeah? It's free. And all it is is registering your music so that if it's played somewhere, uh, you get your pay. Yeah, you're right. They have, like, many partners. In fact, they're your biggest advocate in Canadian music scene. So there's no good Absolutely. They're super popular. Worst case scenario, and don't take this as legal advice, but just fucking lie about your samples and register everything like all of us do. And then worry about it if you get sued like all of us do. Not that we all get sued, but like we, those are what we call happy people problems. <laughs> Trust, I don't want to get, good. like, I don't want that smoke, but you're only getting sued like that when you yeah. have happy people problems. Yeah, man, nah, nah. I'm, uh, I'm like, I'm like non confrontational. Like, I, I'll, I'll just tell you, like, I see it differently in, in certain ways. And like, I'm just like, I'll never try and burst your bubble. Like by with my thoughts, but I'm just like I, I'm a little more hesitant towards that. But like I don't see it being a bad thing at all in regards to like if you have something that's already pushing. Okay, by it's all more means. like if you have something go viral tomorrow and get radio play and you don't register it, you're robbing yourself and you're gonna you're regret right. it. And you're absolutely right. All about of the that. money you're not getting from live shows in the future that you're gonna go perform at that also counts. Like you're, there's literally no business case that you could give to me when you understand the music industry that would justify not signing up for SoCan. That's fair. And it, unless there's philosophical reasons for being off the grid. But you also told me you signed the contract without reading it. Yeah, but I learned a lot about it after the fact. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. And I came that's at okay. this from like it wasn't ignorant. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not I'm not like against it. I'm just like I it made like, me it made me like just let me think about it some more. Let me let me let me go like let look, me ask some questions. Let me like go know? look into it and you're going to yeah. be like, mm, this is basically like if I'm not on so can I don't exist in the real music no, scene." Exactly. And I don't exist. As far as exist, like the no. contract goes, music it's scene. not like I've, like I said, since looked into a lot of this shit yeah. a lot more. There's nothing in there like that's like, oh, you can't do things. It's really like now you get representation to have people collect money on your behalf. Which and like that's all they really do. And they're like the only Canadian group to do that. Like when I got featured on a song, like professionals, they're going to hit you with the what's your SoCan number. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have the yeah. answer to that question, you're not on the song. 
even like it's because right. because it's Shit. like like contracts aside right it's like that le- like it, there, there, if you're not on SoCan, you're not in the music industry it's a network basically it's legal it's more like copywriting it's more like yeah. registering your music within uh the only canadian authority that does this okay fair so like that's its purpose i also know that they're like outside of canada as well right they they have like affiliate companies oh, they work with like the american contract. partnership bmi and ascap so there's right. a partnership with the right. people that do the equivalent thing where you choose between those two when you sign up in the thing and um make it i don't know i don't i think i picked bmi i don't know you two told me which to pick at the time i have no idea all right all right because it's american shit yeah. and i said listen the way it was described is you're talking about the difference of like right, marginal right, right. money versus like didn't seem that important at the again this is when i signed up and uh i don't know i i don't have anything popping so i haven't seen it but i did get my first dollar in royalty money the like this year so that was hard and like but the reality is is like it's the show money that made me really like do it um anytime you perform at a concert in canada yeah at a venue that is paid so can fees and it's your music, as long as it costs $6 or more on a ticket price, which is why CY shows are not actually my favorite idea in the future because they're free. But if they cost $6 or more, um, you can then go on SoCan. And I haven't figured out this side yet because it is tricky and there does have to be proof and this, that, the next thing. So right. I'm actually waiting to see on the May payout if it worked when I registered it earlier for some of these shows I did. Okay. Um and then you should get a, a piece of the performing pie. I've heard as high as a hundred dollars a show. I've heard as low as dollars per show, depending right, right, on people right. who do this. So it's like that kind of shit is why you want to be on SoCan. Right. And then let's say somebody does want to take your track that they found on YouTube or Spotify and put it in a show. If you're not on SoCan, it can't happen. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. And it might be that they turn out to be the evilest of evils, but the flip side no, of the that's coin. No, not at all what I'm saying. No, no, I hear. Like, I don't like on my chessboard. Like I don't see that as like the move that I would make right this second. What I can say is, um, it but takes. You're probably right. Like it's like the. I don't know how to describe it. You don't know when you're going to end up in that room in the next year where it'll make a difference until yeah, you don't right. have it. And I, I, like anybody watching this that's from, the, they're going to know, like, I'm trying to push this a little, maybe too hard, but like, nah, there's nothing you can do as an artist out there in Canada that's more important than registering on SoCan and registering your catalog. That's fair. That's fair. Everything else you do is whatever, but like, if you're not doing that and it takes no time at all, like once you know how to do it, it takes like three minutes a song and like the sign up process is free. Like, it's all easy. <laughs> like, you, know what I, you know what I just thought? It really goes back to, like, what I was saying, like, uh, about being, like, young and, like, you know, the great advice. And then it's, like, but the ideas, like, does it line up with what I'm thinking? Mm. So it's, like, I'm not doubting anything that you're saying. I'm just, like, it's it's not for me right right this second. I hear you. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's not, like, my wavelength isn't there. That's totally fine. Yo, it took me a very long time to do it. I'm talking from a position of yeah. having thought about it. And re- I've l- 
watched countless YouTube videos on the topic. I you bet know. you niggas is looking at me like a lick right now. They're like, oh, yo, all right, all right. Let me, let me, let me copyright some, uh, some, some bars here. They can't. That's <laughs> not even how it works. Like, from a from a legal sense, like if from what okay, this I'm not a lawyer. As long as you can prove you have the doc file slash fucking original file, they can't do shit to copyright yeah, your copyright in uh, in Canada is a lot simpler than. But the enforcing and getting money out this situation is where so can let's say your song is really right, 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 right. Like right now, all of a sudden, ninety four seven starts playing you every day. Yeah, that's where you'd be mad you didn't have a so can because there's no retroactive. But then you got your name out there, and yeah, people are like responding and reacting. The difference between having that and a thousand dollars, and that and no thousand dollars. Okay. You're yeah. getting the name either way. We're talking about attaching but your. That's like the short game. No, no, we're talking. We're talking about setting up your business correctly yeah, in the music industry, right. actually. Okay. Like I'm, fair. I have to dispute that. You're not. You're talking the short game. I'm telling you about the long game. Fair, fair, fair. Like musically. I, I'm saying this from like I lost money by not doing this is what I learned. Yeah. I, mean, I, I I got the lesson eight and a half years into music. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. <laughs> like, not 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 now, yeah. but like yeah. Let's let's talk about. But that. I'm cool with these conversations on yeah. camera because I want people to see this shit and think right. about it. I want them it is to have something that to think about. And I accept that you know take six months, take a year. That part's fair. However long it takes for you to be on board and comfortable with your decisions is also super valid. Right. I just would feel like I failed you to not stress this point this seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I respect that. I, um, I respect that. Thank and get you. merch on deck as fast as possible. What kind of merch? Anything that you believe in. I'm not going to tell you to put your fucking face or logo on it, but if you have like a slogan or an idea that you represent, yeah, yeah something you think people would wear, because then every time you go to a show, you have an additional revenue stream. Well, shout out Drug Profits, because they've been putting on like crazy. These guys have been going hard. Same as the regulators, but like, you know, I see I see more closely what the Drug Profits are doing. And like, just the moves, I'm just like, okay. I, I, like, I like seeing this kind of shit. Like, it really like, these are the exact words that come out of my mouth when I'm talking to them about it. Like, I like seeing this kind of shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They are trying to do some very big, um, let's do the music industry right type things. Yeah. Um, I think regulators is more of on the artist wave, but Definitely also on the artist wave. But it's not to take away from their community efforts because they are also out there throwing They're events. Killing They're killing and it. and really being like you. Know, I love the regulators merch. I gotta get I gotta get me some uh, some fucking merch, bro. But I definitely would say that they are in different spheres of what they're trying to accomplish with that side of yeah. things so i appreciate what you're saying ask the ask the drug profits of us okay yeah yeah definitely they would uh they would definitely tell me some shit yeah for um, sure but with that um i i'm curious to see where you go with everything and i really do think you have crazy skill at this I appreciate. I that, encourage man. everyone to follow you and, and like support your shit for real. All the links will be in the description. I think it's I appreciate that one for Dav as written in the title, but as one word in the Instagram. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because they gotta follow yeah. you, and then keep in touch, and then that's how they stay afloat of your music. Hashtag social media game. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm really trying to trying to build a a, a decent sized Instagram. 
like you know something that I could be like okay hey like you know I'm gonna post something and people are actually gonna like see it like it's gonna be in front of people right now it's like so barren I'm uh it's a game I'm, of I'm consistency <laughs> consistency yo Definitely. I it's also reinventing right. yourself um like I'm in a weird flux. I'm good at old social media. Now it's new social media. So I'm as bad as everyone Faster else that's pace. not winning. Very video centric. So like I started making day vlogs because I have to know how to do it. I don't even care if people watch them. I just need to literally know how to right, make right, these right, videos right, right. and understand the algorithms differently and like things are changing. But uh, basically you throw shit at the wall until you see what sticks and then do more of what sticks. Okay. And I, I don't know how to know what that means for you. It could be I anything, like but like try things that you're comfortable with. Try video content, try photo content, but whatever sticks, do more of that. Like I started taking my shirt off cause I got more likes. <laughs> wow. And then people keep reinforcing the behavior in person. Like people act like it's right, whatever, right, 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 right. And boys are the ones people think it's girls. No boys get real big reactions. If a man takes his shirt off. <clears throat> not like sex reactions but they make a big fucking deal out of it and they seem to care so right 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 clearly it's the move if it sticks in your it mind works. if that's what you remember that's what you remember and like th this is a bit of how marketing works but if you really want to pop a social media off yeah, and it's like that then you gotta those Reese's commercials like now everybody thinks like you see the Reese's in the sunset that's all they need to say and then like everybody has this image in their head yeah, I like that. Or like the Are We There Yet with Verizon. Or Can You Hear Me Now? Sorry. Right, 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 right. right. Um, or I think Are We Rogers? There Yet something else. That was Rogers, right? I think it was Verizon. Or maybe it was Rogers. There's one know. with like the, the blonde-haired dude and then the the, the brown-haired dude. And mm -hmm. then literally like the blonde hair would always be like one up because he has Rogers or whatever. So those those kinds of things that stick, yeah, and yeah, you're looking yeah. for that in your brand. In my case, pickles is part of it. Honestly, Definitely. it's the most. I don't. It's pickles are actually ham. But you have to like understand. Like for me, inside, I'm going through the same conversations you're having about yeah. so can. Like, do I really want to? Is this it? Am I the the pickle guy now? And like, yes, right, right, right. that is partly true. And people do. Yo, what's up, pickle guy? And you oh, have shit. like it, there's consequences yeah. to success and it's, yeah yeah it's what it is anyway i could go on for ages and it's getting a little later because we started later but for um, sure, for i sure. appreciate having y'all come through for real um, yeah thanks for having us for real for real for real like i said uh make sure to follow him uh, make sure to follow everybody involved um appreciate those of you that with us through the live as well i really did enjoy this conversation i mean they Me don't too. usually go Me past too. two hours unless they're f although lately they've all been fun so they've been going longer um follow like subscribe all that good shit if you really fucks what we do patreon.com slash behind that suit donate so we can get better cameras and it's less blurry because fuck is everything expensive in this era which is why you're probably not doing it but still patreon.com slash behind that suit appreciate all of you who do support us lindell i'm looking at you um on that note i live long and prosper everyone oh shit oh shit oh shit make that video Thank you.